Yo, 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 what's this motherfucker saying? As soon as I press the button to show the camera, he starts talking. (laughs) Fucking show, man. You know what, yo, if you want to just, if you want to take over the show, show, go ahead. Go ahead, show. Go ahead. No, don't apologize to me. Apologize to the 50,000 people that are watching us. Apologize to our fucking guest. Apologize to Gigi, who's, who's... Suffering right now with technology. Why is she staring into the sky like that? Don't worry about what she's doing. We're supposed <laughs> to be professionals out here. We just promised homeboy that we'll get him up on the Gerald Cruz. And you, as soon as we start, you you, you go out of control, show. You go rogue. Out of control. Oh, yeah. Randy, on, this is not my fault, Randy. It is absolutely your fault. I'm, hold up. We're going to have to start this shit over. Let's turn the fucking cameras off. Fuck this shit. This fucking guy. Now, show. Shut up. All right? That's subtle. Yeah, right? (laughs) What's going on, everybody? Show fucked up the first try. We got the second try coming on here, so act like you didn't see all that shit. It's your boy, Toe Tags. We got a very special guest. (laughs) Another celebrity besides the call-up. We got the mega pro wrestler, Matt. Awesome. I'm going to let him do his thing, but yo, right here in the building. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, what's up, y'all? <laughs> what's up? How are you guys doing tonight? Chilling, chilling, bro. Doing wonderful. Can I talk? First thing I got to ask. First thing I got to ask. Okay. Well, let, <laughs> let, 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 you want to introduce yourself, Matt? Sure. I am the. Prince of Chocolate, Herrera Coquito, from the South, weighing in at 215 pounds of chocolate tacos himself, Matt Awesome. Yeah, call me Matt for tonight. There you go. We got the special privilege of calling him <laughs> Matt tonight. <laughs> All right, let's go before the show fucks up the whole show. Word, I'm trying to hold myself. I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to roll. Happy we have, a, we have a special guest, and the fact that show is here is going to make it all even not more awesome because it's just show. And Gigi, get your shit together. Come on. You're better than that. Word. Can I talk? It's up to you now because Gigi's not on. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I, I don't want to set up. <laughs> but, so, give don't me, let me do it. So. Give, give me five seconds. Let me right. get my shit together, all right? Four, 10, 9, three, 8, two. 7, 6, 5, 4, five. 3, 2, 1. Go ahead, show. Okay, you sure? All right, you too late. Now, first question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, go ahead, show. My bad. This is horrible. I'm yeah. digging it because show got me in the background right there. Let, hey. Let the man speak. See? He got me in his background. Let the man speak. Word. I knew this picture was going to work out, man. It gave me five seconds of talk, baby. <laughs> Woo! Mr. Showing up in the building. Y'all know who I am. Stop playing with me, bro. Bruh. Champ is in the... Listen, man. Matt, you, I, I'm not defending the title against you. I don't care what you say. <laughs> That's it. So, <laughs> so, so, you gonna have to defend it against this guy. Then, Ooh, this guy girl. Oh, shit. Oh, I don't want the chocolate tassel. I got in a couple of those when I was younger. Them shit hurt. 
Exactly, exactly. The best weapon ever cho- chosen in the world is this right here. Where? I agree. It has set many of many of children straight. Many. My mother used to use it as a ninja star. He used to come around corners. Yeah, it's amazing. Beautiful. You have that skill. Can't work a phone, but you can throw a gun Listen, cutter, nobody's business. The day, <laughs> Nick, Nick Gage got his pizza cutter. You know, you know, uh, Mick Foley got Sacco. Sam Man got the, the Kendo. kind of mm-hmm. hurts. Which, which you got a, a good story about that one, though. About the, the Kendo stick. Of course I do. We'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to that. Perfect. Uh, first question of the day. Do you actually wear the chancleta to the ring? Or do you have it hidden somewhere? It, he He's never hidden. He like, likes to be out in the open. And I... I just put him on the corner right there, and when he calls for me, like, yo, I want, I want some action, I go grab him, and he gets him. He gets, he has to lay people. He has to put people straight sometimes because they be acting out of line. When, he, when they're habitual line steppers, he puts them back in line all the time. So that's just trying to Nice, like nice. That way. I, I want to see it as I'm wrestling with you. You never know. Never know when you're in danger, brother. Listen, he, come, he comes around the corner. You never exact. A few people have have used it. You know, like right now, I want to I want to give a big shout out. He had he, he had, and I hope he, it doesn't die. I hope it comes back. Um, because of the mishap we just had a few weeks ago for the last show we were supposed to do this year of it, but he has polyam coat. I did that part. Part three in Pittsburgh, so I traveled all the way to Pittsburgh to go and wrestle in a big scramble match. And Chancla wanted to get involved, and Chancla ended up beating up somebody from Florida. Really good. Gave him, and what ended up happening was, you know, he. Uh, he he felt it. He felt it. He felt it. He felt it very good. And then the last show was in Brooklyn over here, a Apollyon Park, and um, Eddie McQueen. Shout out to Eddie, great wrestler. I um, loved working with Eddie. Um, Acts for it gave me a, a like a, a, a stop word just in case it hurt too much, and I didn't listen. to it. Sean Cloud was making too much noise, rattling against the booty, and you know what? Guess what? Eddie felt it, and people loved it. Listen, 13K views on Polyamco Party 4. I am not mad. I am not angry. Um, again, like I said, shout-outs to Envy Young for creating such a great chat. Um, you know, it, it really embodies wrestling. is for everyone. You can be gay, straight, lesbian, trans, non-binary, whatever it is be it and you can be in wrestling because wrestling is for everybody like they say wrestling is wrestling comes in different shapes and sizes oh yeah matter he created a platform for that, but fuck it out you know what f everybody he got this word i tell you one thing though i'm happy that that wrestling's for everybody i just don't like that it's for some for john cena Bruh. I'm just gonna throw that out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna let yo, Kenny. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, Gigi, you gotta change your mic to your to your Yeti, but yeah, we starting it already. Because Kenny, Kenny's a Cena fan. I'm gonna let but, you defend um, him. 
Oh, no, Kenny, you're in trouble. The funny thing is, I heard that he's not a big big Cena fan. He's, like, making fun of you because it's so easy to piss you off. Same thing with Gigi. Are you people really like Cena? They just like pissing you off because it it gets you so easily. Yo, my man Matt knows. I'm the epitome of calm, bro. Now when it comes to Cena. I'm like the Dalai Lama. I just, mm-hmm. yo, I just, I just spit straight facts out uh, here, bro. I just spit straight facts. <laughs> yeah, my, my facts are energetic. That's all. I'm just I'm not, I'm, yeah, you good now, GG. Oh, okay. Cena, I'm good. Cena is a beast. Cena is a beast. I'm gonna say it just like that. There's a reason why this Me? man can work. This man can work. And when you become uh, me being where I'm at right now as a professional wrestler, seeing that man work and how he he put, puts other wrestlers over as much as he puts himself over, there's nobody better. There's nobody better. Mm, there's somebody he's here a, that's gonna. He's a future Hall of Famer. Put a just put that out there. Future right. Hall of Famer. So this just oh, in. Oh, sure. He's a future Hall of Famer. This just in breaking news. Matt came to us drunk, but aside though, I still love you, brother. Do <laughs> 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 me a favor. We appreciate him. That's it. And that's all the time we have today. <laughs> I'm, I'm fuck with you. Yo. <laughs> nah, but yo, fun fact, everybody. Uh, me and Matt went to high school together, so we, we go way back. And I, I want to let everybody know I'm proud of this man. I remember when I first saw his post that he was a professional wrestler and he was going to school and all that other shit. Yo, that really touched my heart, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, we used to talk about it in gym class every chance we got. You know, I remember that yeah, was that was true. that was our dreams, you know, separately and all that other stuff. And Shop you, classes and everything. Oh yeah, about it all the time, man. All oh, yeah. the time. Oh yeah. Yo, we in the parking lot making brawls, wrestling each other and all that other shit. And and you did it, bro. And and, and I I just I just gotta for you, my man. Right. I just wanted to get that on my chest before we get into Thank the. You. Before we get into the nitty and the gritty, thank oh. you, thank you very much. I I highly appreciate it and highly appreciate it. Thank you very much. And for being my friend in high school, man, even though I was, you know, I, I was, uh, we were we were both social butterflies in high school. But um, you know, we we kept inside of high school. We we kept this friendship from then to now. And thank you very much. I, I appreciate you. I even appreciate you buying the T-shirt, man. Showing love, showing support. That's like one of my first T-shirts that came out last year. And, um, you know, I highly appreciated the fact that you bought it. You, you took pictures of it. You took videos. I, I'm, I, I, I definitely, you have a place in my heart for that one. Man. Yeah, bro. Definitely got a place in my heart for that. No problem. I'm about to get Gigi's shirt next. Yo, but I'm like, yo, if I'm going to, if I'm going to spend money on people that I watch their shirts, I grew up with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? You out there. Why not? Why not support? I wear this shit out, outside and all that other stuff. And, you know, people are going to be wearing the chancleta. I'm telling you. <laughs> Listen, like one of my friends says, support's free, love is free. At the end of the day, yes. you support one another, you're going to go places. That's right. That's right, bro. And that's what we're here for. We, uh, we're here that's for right. The support. moment you guys are doing that, you do, the day you guys are doing you hit me up, you ask me to do something, I cut a, I cut a nice little promo for you guys. It's true. You know, I... Out of love, man, because you you know you show appreciation, you show support, and you know I had to do it. I had to. 
No, yeah. Yo, that's that's another thing. We did the Xbox giveaway on the, the Twitch channel, and my man Matt did a, a promo for it. He's on. It's on. Yeah. It's on the actual YouTube. It's the Knucklehead movie. He did a little yeah. promo on the back of it. So I appreciate that, bro. Appreciate it. Either way, if you can see the chats, and you have your chats on in YouTube or no? Yes, I do. Because yeah, yeah. an old friend of ours from high school is in there right now watching Chris Santos. He, he just hit me up and told me he's watching. All right, what's going on, Chris? Sup, what up, Santos? We love had... you. We miss you, man. Hurry up, get back to New York, my man. Word. I yeah, he hasn't he hasn't uh, commented yet, but yo, appreciate you watching. We got Definitely. Harris in the building. We got Kenny in the building. We got Williams, Randy, Pimp. Everybody's up in here. Everybody's Everybody appreciate here. y'all coming. For Mr. Awesome. Word. Uh, hey. Any anybody have a question for Matt? Anybody want to say anything? I know I feel like I've been, you know, we've been taking the whole. Come on. Honestly, I'll say it's it's awesome to actually because you we've been. I don't know you. I don't know you personally, but I've been to school with people that say they're gonna do stuff, and I never really got to see it realized. So it's awesome to see somebody that actually went through it and is actually still to this day doing his thing so it's awesome even though i don't know you like he does but i'm proud of you brother thank you thank you now once once uh you know there's some shows closer to town uh, um i'll invite you guys out you guys come out to one of my shows um i do have a show this weekend if y'all have a car if y'all want to make it out to connecticut it's called blessed sweat and tears wrestling i will be wrestling at the show, it's it's an eight o'clock show. Um, first responders, first responders again, special discount at the door. Um, but bring the kids. The kids love wrestling too. Um, it's gonna be a great show. Every every show that they put on, it's a good show. Um, my last show, I was there a few weeks ago. I was in a triple threat match, and unfortunately, I didn't come up with the W. I proved to them that I can hang with. Some some of the best ones that they have to throw at me. They they got a taste of my foot. Like that. I gave them one of my blessed to me by Mecca. And I'm like, he told me I could do it. If I do it correctly, keep it. If I don't, don't ever attempt it ever again. I did it correctly, so I got a chance to keep it. And I got a chance to showcase it. Nice. That's what's up, bro. I wanna get it I wanna get into that, but um, Lay, you have anything you want to say? Gigi, you got to unmute yourself. I show muted you. I don't know what happened. I saw it. I didn't say a word. I was like, don't forget yeah. that out. I was wondering, um, what wrestling school did you go to, and uh, when did you start? Okay. Um, so about six years ago, seven years ago, in fact, I met this gentleman by the name of Stephen Pena here in the Bronx. He's also a professional wrestler. He's... um. He was a personal trainer at the Blink Gym that I would go to. And he saw me one day with a with a soft T-shirt on. It said soft on it. And I'm in there, you know, working out, doing my thing. And out of nowhere, he um, he goes, oh, I know that guy. And I'm like, which one? Because, you know, they Enzo and Cass, two of them. And he was like, oh, I trained with Cass. I'm like, oh, you're a wrestler. He was like, yeah. So I went to one of his shows. I fell in love with it again, all over again. I fell in love with the Indies again. And he told me, hey, you live in the Bronx. Um, there's a school out in the Bronx over here. Come and train. I'm like, cool. Let me cut weight first. So I, I cut weight down because I was a little big. So I 
traffic down and I ended up going over here to um, Dollars Extreme Fitness over here in the Bronx when they had a ring for BWF and I trained there with uh, with Steven Pena. He taught me how to roll. Well, I kind of knew how to roll because of the gymnastics background that I have from high school. Um, he taught me how to bump, how to hit the ropes. Um, I ended up throwing up that day because, you know, wrestling is not just, you know, spectacular, you know, athleticism like you're born with it no it, it it's a toll on the body and i ended up puking my life away then got back in the ring to finish my bumps and i did and he told me come back i came back the next day trained again and around that time i met other people who were training there so i got i got a chance to train under a lot of different wrestlers not just him so bronco international um he had a hand in training me also, Mantequilla, who train who wrestles out of Hog. Um, I've also trained with um, San from Santana from Santana Ortiz. I did a few of his um his little boot camp that he had. I did a few of his classes before he actually started the boot camp, and then like two when he had it. I owe a lot to that man. He taught me a lot in the ring. Also, Ghost Shadow and Azrael, they're like. They're Ring of Honor originals, and I I trained on Drew used to go by, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, Angel Dust, when it was um, the Special K group back Ring of Honor days. I, I've had chances to, to train with Jay Lethal, a few different people, I, a plethora of, of wrestlers that I got a chance to train under and learn different ways of like footwork, running the ropes, mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. That's dope, bro. That's that's crazy. Yo, as as uh, you're going through your wrestling career, it's fun, man. It, it, it's it's oh. if you were thinking of doing it, I'm just saying it takes a lot. Oh, I can imagine that. Yo, as you're going through your wrestling career, have you thought like I'm pretty sure you see the inside workings of it, and you can appreciate it more than just a fan. But what what's the major changes from being just a fan to being a wrestler? Like now that you you know see it from the inside. Can you hear me? Well, oh, all right. Yeah, that's the thing. To be a part of this business, you have to be a fan first, most of the time. Yeah, I can hear you. Right, cool. you, you have to be a fan first. Um, I've always been a fan. I'm always gonna. But there's a, a level of profession you gotta hold sometimes. Um, you and you meet some of these wrestlers that you know you. Or you you still watch it as daily. Like for example, when I met um when I trained with Jay Lito, I've always been a Jay Lito fan. I, I've always loved his work back when he wrestled in um, Jersey All Pro. You know, there was a lot of uh, places where I've seen Jay Lito work. So me getting in the ring with him, him getting into the ring with me basically because he saw me during a class teaching a few of the new guys how to like give the shoulder tackle. He got in and he was like, Matt's absolutely correct. Uh, run it real quick together. So when we ran it down inside, the fan in me was like, holy shit, it's Jay Lito. Oh my God, I'm in the ring with Jay Lito. So holy crap. Oh my God. Oh my God. But the outside go. professional me was, all right, let's lock up. Okay, headlock. All right. Drop me off. Show the tackle. I was being so professional. Now I can bump into him and we could like shake hands and just joke around about it. Just the same way when I met uh Loki because I've always been a Loki fan and even Homicide. Uh, meeting them, I'm like, holy crap, it's Homicide. Holy crap, it's J- it's uh, Loki. 
Yet at the same time, I'm like asking them questions about the business, like the do's and do nots, and they're giving me their their side of the story, sharing coquito with them at the same exact time because there's a funny story behind the coquito with them. But you never you never stop being a fan, regardless of how far you are in the game. Like I speak with a lot of fellow wrestlers, all the who I've had plenty of matches. He basically. Like we we talked we went to a show recently. Even though he had a spot in the show, I did. He was talking about other wrestling shows, other wrestlers, and it, it it's just humbling. Think like yo, I share locker rooms with these guys, but I've I've grown up watching these guys at the same time. Yeah, and it's it's what what's going on in wrestling now is you know I feel with um, AEW now being above WWE because I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and I'm not gonna handle him they're above a they're above WWE right now. Like WWE has a problem when it comes to what W is doing and I felt that since the very beginning with the people they signed and they brought aboard. They're being more diverse. They're letting wrestlers have creative, you know, their creative like Juices running, and they're not like they're being stopped or being given a character that you know they probably don't want to be. Or like, say, say for Malachi Black right now, the gimmick they gave the gimmick that they gave him was Alistair Black. He he ran it, he did his thing. Some of that was his own input, but when they um, when they released him, the the gimmick he was doing. That was his gimmick. That was his idea. And Vince was kind of giving him the rank to the point where they just released him. So he had new theme music. He had a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So now when AEW, he can stretch his days now and be as creative as possible. That's the best part. Like they, They're showing yeah. diversity when it comes to letting somebody be creative. Now, you know, they have right now that the Lucha Bros as the tag team champions. Latinos are holding the title right now, which I'm 100% for it. And when oh, yeah. you think about it, the first person to hold those tag team titles, one of them was African-American. But yeah. people really don't remember that. The first woman to hold, the, the second woman to hold the women's title, yeah. African-American, Native American. Like you, they're, they're, they're showing diversity. They signed Sonny Kiss. They, exactly, they have so they're showing a big diversity of showing that wrestling is for everyone. Like I was saying before, and be young with his pop, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of wrestlers that are in there that should be there, that should be on TV. They just signed my boy Lee Moriarty, who's one of the best wrestlers in the Northeast. They signed him last night at Dynamite. And I'm super happy for him. Now, like, there's a whole bunch of other people, like Masha Slamovich. There's Edith Surreal, who's also another Indian wrestler who is transgender, and she's killing it right now. You have Dark Sheik, who's also, she's amazing. Like, you have all of these wrestlers that they need to be in the forefront. Like, the and AEW is the place where I have a feeling they're going to, they're going to bring those people aboard and they're going to make it so that everybody knows that wrestling is for everyone. Not only just for the casual, what we always saw growing up, there's other races, there's other pieces to it. Wrestling is super diverse. Oh yeah. 
depending on where you go to watch it, that you see the diversity. I hear you, bro. That, that, that you know, that's something well, that we on, haven't ladies. we haven't touched on Question the diversity. You, I want to hear these questions. Yeah, yeah, I, that's something we haven't touched on in our podcast. The diversity of how how much AEW is, but that's a good point mm-hmm. though. That's that's a good point that you bring up. That's dope. So, uh, mm. Gigi, you got something for uh, for Matt? Yeah, I wanted you to ask you, it, what is your favorite type of match to get into? Like, what's your favorite match to get into, and what was your favorite match that you wrestled in? Your favorite type of match to A, the fan, and B, to be in. Okay. Um, well, I've always been... Okay. So, I've always... Well, when I first started, of course, I was I was a singles wrestler. Um, that was... Again, I've only been wrestling right now going on six years. So, six years so far. Uh, uh, beginning half was... Um, I met my tag team partner... Our training one day, and it was funny because we'll have some like facial reaction via tag team. We looked at each other. Uh, at that point on, you know, we became a tag team. My boy Johnny Santos. Um, you know, sometimes you wouldn't get the W, but we'll prove that we could we could bang with the best of them in the ring. Honestly, um, I love tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling is dear to me, so I love to wrestle. Tag touches, um, press preservation of the body. Not only that, but, but my favorite match to watch, uh, anything that's like a pure wrestling match. I love pure wrestling. Uh, I do have a bit of a love matches now. I'm sorry. Uh, um, but I, I love pure wrestling. Pure wrestling is, is a style right now that I'm starting to adapt to. That I'm, I'm learning how to do, um, again. Shout outs to Steven Pena. He's one person that um, we go to. There's a new school. It's um, the Fallout Shelter. Um, shout outs to the Fallout Shelter. It's a great place to go to, to learn. You're learning under Steven Pena. You're learning under Masha Slamovich, Mike Law, and Santi. They're, it, it, they're, great, they're great coaches um, to teach what's like what it is wrestling. Like Masha, she trained for about the better half of 2020 in um, Japan. Like she flew out there for New Year's, got stuck out there because of the pandemic, and all she did was train and wrestle out there. So she's coming with that whole Japan for everybody. Then you have Steve Pena, who took time out of his busy life to actually go and train in Germany for a while. Um, he's bringing that to the to um, to Fallout. You also have Mike Law, who's great. And Santi, who's also great. Like they, they're they're amazing. They're an amazing group of coaches at Fallout Shelter over at LIC Queens. And um I go there and I train every now and then with Pena. We get um like private ring time and you know, some Mike Donovan will show up and we'll train with Mike Donovan. Um Santana and Ortiz will show up and we'll be end up training with them and, and running spots with them and blow up drills. Me freaking crawling out of the ring to go and puke and drink some more water because their cardio is unmatched, um, you know, but fallout shelter is like my new home now because unfortunately, um, BWF closed down, which I 
I don't. And it was an easy walk to, but now it's gone. So I got to take that train ride to. But pure wrestling is is where it's at. Like if you can sit through a whole Jonathan Gresham match and not be wild, there's a problem because that man is a technical genius. With Lee Moriarty too, like he's he doesn't consider himself a technical wrestler, but his technical style is. Unmatched. You also got people like um, you know Zack Saber Jr. He's another person who's technical as hell, and what they do in the ring is like. To me, it's like art. It's a, it's a hundred percent art. And deathmatch matches are just crazy. Like if you ever, if you ever sit through a deathmatch, just know you're gonna see nothing but light tubes, baby doors getting set on fire, people getting put through them, people getting put through doors, glass doors, sheets of glass. It it's bananas, and I kind of have a sick liking for it but hey if if you do death matches you do death matches i've seen a few in person and that's who's being busted over somebody's head and the white smoke flying out it's just so but, amazing but I don't yo, know why, but it's, it's great but yo you did, kid almost died during a death match just, yeah. uh, just to throw that out <laughs> I, I remember seeing that engage, so Shit. That out. Yo, but you know not for nothing matt you did the most vicious thing i've ever seen a wrestler do he slammed somebody on legos bro like oh, how the hell do you do that? How do you do? Look. How do you do that, that to sucks. someone, okay. bro? <laughs> I don't know. I, I might want to take thumbtacks before I do Legos, man, because Legos is like terrible. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'd rather, rather bleed than sit through any fucking Lego. Get the fuck out of here. That's crazy. How do you? How do you? Okay, so so yeah. so the Legos. Yeah, I saw that. How do you play? How do you uh, learn there, to fall on Legos? There's the gist. <laughs> This good old JR. You gotta spot. be a little sick. You gotta be a little sick in the head for that. <laughs> a little. You gotta be a lot of sick in the head for that. You step on one by accident, you're out for three you weeks. You don't learn it. it. It just. The thing is, I I seen. That, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I um personally, I I you know Lego death matches, and I'm like, what the hell? There's an actual place for this. Okay, so I'm looking at it, and I said. One day on Twitter, just, you know, seeing and just speaking out loud on Twitter, I'm like, hey, I would love to, like, you know, wrestle with Lego. And my boy, Hoke, shout out to Hoke, in fact, um, he was like, oh, you got to pass through the, the, the Lego Deathmatch Queen first. So um, another guy who's a... Uh, who's Cadeta, who's a who's a good friend to us, Pete Rosado. He um he volunteered for me to take a power driver onto Legos or a power bomb or a face buster onto Legos. And I'm like, no, not taking that. I'd rather take a suplex, bareback. So, you know, months pass through and I get given a match at Blood, Sweat and Tears, which was like my um, interview match, you could say. Pre-show match right before the show started and we were going to set the tone for the show. The guy gave us 15 minutes to like go bananas. And I'm like, I don't want 15 minutes. We're going to do about eight or 10. So we go in there. I asked the guy first. I'm like, is it cool if we do a Lego spot? And he's like, oh, sweet. Cool. Uh, I kind of regretted it once I took out the Legos and poured them into the ring and <laughs> my dumbass decided to do the three amigos on top of the Legos and 
Oof. Yeah, it, yeah, it's painful. Like, Legos, Legos are no joke. Also, I threw a chair at the guy. Um, I pulled the whole Sabu spot and I threw the chair out of space, which is my favorite spot of the match. Nice. Honestly. Besides the Legos, favorite spot of the match was the chair throw. Yo, I gotta get the uh, show. But yeah, I let, gotta, I gotta do the three amigos to Legos show on Legos. Legos. I'll do it. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would be the best seller. Oh no no! This, no you're not smiling. selling nothing. It's gonna be re- it's gonna be real for you, show. I'm really gonna slam you on you some Legos. Sick fuck. You sick fuck. <laughs> fuck. You don't need to sell. You just don't act. That's you just gonna Naturally. That's it. There's there's no fucking selling that. You just go act naturally. Like, ah, my butt cheeks. Word. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. You better, you better stop before you find a little Lego man like, up luckily, your ass. Luckily, I wore a shirt in the match, but I landed on them on the bare part, and I felt it. Mm. Yo, did you have any imprints of the Legos? Some sharp Legos. corners from Legos. I didn't want them submerged anywhere in my body where they don't belong. I hear you. Yo, I have a, I have a serious question for you. I had a marking of a Lego after I hit the I hit a I hit a and landed hip first onto the onto it. What's up? Hey, do you guys wear cups? What's the question? Do you guys wear cups like to? You no, know, some do. I right. don't. Okay. I choose not to. All right, because I always so I always literally wonder. balls to mat. I, I don't. It's literally your balls to the yeah, mat then. Yeah. So me. Yes. Right. Depending oh. on if you know how to bump, you're safe down there. If you don't, then eh, well, hopefully you had kids before that match. So. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Imagine that you you fall balls first on a Lego. <laughs> yeah. Life is over. Yo. You're gonna be talking like this for the rest of your life. I don't got balls. And that's <laughs> your kids gonna come out with the Lego head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yo, so where did you first get your inspiration for your style of wrestling? Like, who did <laughs> who did you uh, emulate? Gonna come out with the weird ones. Word. <laughs> who who inspiration? Well, well, it's a few different. I in time I developed what I the way I, I wrestle now is I like to be a little more technical now. Well, that's you know you you go back to like I was saying before I'm I like watching Zack Saber I like watching um Lee Moriarty so that's a mix of them Homicide used to wrestle that way in pure wrestling you know uh, Dragon um Roderick Strong I take it back to the early Ring of Honor days with me like that's that right there um I kind of meshed up my style to be um. If you see how how um, homicide used to work and how he works now, it's very similar. Um, I, I try to get a piece of everybody I've ever trained with, uh, a piece of their style, and mix it into my extent. Like, like certain, I mean, it's a hundred percent me, but with a twist. No, yeah, I get that. You know, I, I'll do a style like. Like Pena, like I'll, I'll I'll try to chop somebody like Pena would. Um, I'll try to like super kick some. That's how Santana would would fucking kick somebody. So I try to get a piece of each of my trainers. Feel like them in the ring, basically show respect. That's just my style. That's my my way of showing respect. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what's up, though. All right, All right I got you. <clears throat> so, uh, Kenny had a question in the, the chat a while. He goes, was there ever a point in your training that you said to yourself that you was done, and if so, what made you stay? There might be a little delay or something. <laughs> I, if I said I never had that feeling or I ever said that to myself. Yeah, yeah it's a little delay. I okay. see. But um, right. with uh, with that, uh, it all of us have always had that. And I'm 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 gonna speak for a few guys that I know personally. Um, they they've said it themselves. Yo, I don't do this. Long. You know, injuries are injuries are are really bad. And not only that, sometimes personal life like hits. Like when I first started training, my uh, my mom actually got sick and I was still trying to train through it. Um, a few weeks later, she passed away. So I, I took a seat back for like a few weeks. But what I found to keep me out of that dark place that a lot of people tend to go to um, was wrestling. So I watched a, a whole lot of wrestling. Like I, I, would, I was going back. So watching early Ring of Honor, I was watching a whole bunch of Ricochet matches. I was watching a whole bunch of Becca Wolf matches when I would even watch a lot of my wrestle. And I'm like, you know what? This is keeping me sane. This is my sanity. This is my sane. So I I didn't give up because I wanted to because I'm like, no, nah, I got to focus on working. I got more bills to take care of. I got a whole bunch of things to take care of. But I, the the feel of a I don't know, I'm gonna sound crazy but the feel of a bump the hitting of the ropes back and forward taking a shoulder tackle suplex on somebody getting suplexed I missed that and I needed it and that was what kept me sane and that's what keeps me sane now and it, I do have those moments where I'm like yo I, I but I don't because when you when you find something passionate about and you put your all into it you put a lot into it. You know, you you're gonna stick with it no matter what. No matter how many losses, no matter no matter how many wins you have, or you know, less bookings you have than the next person, it's the passion that you have, it's the drive that you have. You're not gonna stop. No, I hear you, bro. And yo, I I know how to, I know the feeling. I lost my mom, you know, ten years ago, also. So I know, you know, what you could have been going through and all that other stuff. I just want to let you know, bro. I didn't know your mom personally, but I can imagine she's got to be proud of you as a motherfucker with what you've accomplished so far and what you're going to accomplish in your life, man. Just want to let you know that. Just always remember that, man. You know what I'm saying? Sorry for your loss, brother. Both for you. No, of course. I, I, got a, I got a tattoo of her on my on my forearm. I take it to ring with me all the time. And that's it, bro. Awesome. Yep. So, uh... Well, uh good. Yeah, so wait, wait, right, any more questions? I want more questions. Come on. Wait. Like, y'all not going to ask about this guy over here? <laughs> oh, we're going to ask all the questions. You know, <laughs> so, so gave us a damn list to not <laughs> ask you, which is cool. No, I, I don't give a shit. I'm going to ask you anyways. Do you I, like mayo on your sandwich? What? Oh. See, this is why I didn't want show to have a live mic. I'm sorry. Do I like <laughs> who? <laughs> Do you like mayo on your sandwich? He told me not to ask you questions, certain questions. I don't give a shit. No, you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna ask questions like that, bro. Do, do I like what on my sandwich? Mayonnaise, like mayonnaise, 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 may
She's a boss. She's killing it. She's amazing. She's from NXT to the rain roster. She is a gem. She's gonna. She's a future Hall of Famer, hundred percent. Right, future baby work. mama. She can go. So I have mm-hmm. nothing bad to say about Sasha Banks. She is great. Same thing with Bailey. Two hard workers right there. Two hardest working women in the business. Love their style. Love how they work. But let me turn it to the other side. Let me let me put some names out there. Like Auntie Swole. Big Swole oh, from yeah. AEW. Oh, yeah. I love me some Big Swole. She starts getting more dynamite. You guys are going to see the, the talent in this woman. Probably her. <laughs> Big Swole. You got Diamante who's coming up. You know, that's, I call, those are my primas in the business right there. Those are my primas. I love them to death. Whenever they're in town, I always, you know, talk with them. In fact, 
shout outs to Battle Club Pro Wrestling. Word. They have a show coming up. You have to hit up their page for invite only. It's in October, and Big Swole is going to be facing off against the Boricua Badass herself, Sasha Steels, in a rematch for the Icon's title. Nice. Okay? Nice. If y'all in town in October, y'all need to go to this show, because this show is going to be off the hook. It's going to be bananas. I want to see each of y'all there, so y'all can see this magic that's, that Battle Club puts on every single show that they do. Um... But if y'all love Big Swole, she gonna be there. She's cool as hell. That's like family to me. Again, like I was saying before, I'm gonna get back to what I was talking about. You have Diamante. She's coming up. She's killing it. You also have Kiara Hogan, another person who I'm cool with and I, and I love to dearly too. She's coming up. She's gonna be killing it. You know, uh, if you go over to Impact, you got Savannah Evans there now, another homegirl of mine. You also got Tasha Steeles, who is a legit... I'm not calling her Sasha Banks, but she is a real boss. She's a Boricua badass. And okay. she's she's humble as hell. Love her to death. You know, it she's she's a beast. She's a beast in her own. And those are people that you guys gotta keep your eyes on. That's an AEW. Like they're 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 prime pillars that's gonna be built building up that from all the time, every week. They're killing it up you know soon very very soon we will see them on dynamite i'm hoping and praying that i see them in a few weeks over here in queens like i, I right. i'm gonna see them personally i'm gonna pop yeah. there if they're in town earlier i'm gonna try to see if we can chill or whatever all of us all right shit. Yeah, you know they're they're gonna be at the in queens you know and the show that's coming up at Battle Club, yeah, if y'all go follow Battle Club Pro Wrestling, go follow them as soon as this is over and and get tickets to that show. That show is going to be off the hook. There's going to be talent, indie talent that you guys are going to see and be like, why are these not, guys not signed? Why are these women not signed somewhere? Because they are so talented and the talent is right in your backyard and a lot of people don't see that. You know, it's it's crazy because recently there was some news that the WWE is no longer going to be looking into the indie for talent. Right. Before that, my my focus wasn't to go there anymore. Anyways, it was to go to AEW because a lot of my friends are in AEW. A lot of people I know is in AEW. So the moment they said that, I'm saying to myself, well, there goes more time for AEW to pick up. That is gonna bring their. That's gonna keep boosting up their, you know, marketability. You, you yeah. ha- now they just signed the best wrestler in the Northeast. <laughs> everybody else is exactly. Not, everybody else that they're gonna be picking up right now is just gonna be adding on, adding on, adding on, and making AEW the place to go. They're the ones that opened up that forbidden door to allow wrestlers from Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor to come over and wrestle. They're they're the they're the people that are doing that. But guess where it starts? It starts where I'm at right now. It starts in the indies. It starts in the independent wrestling. We we have the most packed. Besides the people in AEW, we have so much passion for this 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 whole thing. Like shout to Sugar, like Sugar Duncanson, he's Sugar D. If you don't follow him on Twitter, follow him. 
he speaks the truth. You know, MV Young is another person who is a beast in the Indies, and he, he's doing his thing. Steven Pena needs to be signed somewhere. Right? I want to see my boy. Uh, I want to see my boy on dynamite. He needs to be in those places because his talent is so. It's rare to find pure talent like these these guys have. Darius Carter, one of the best to ever be a heel in the business. He, you think MJF is good? This guy, these people need to be in the fourth of AEW. And all of these people I mentioned, majority of them are POC, and that. That's the thing. WWE really didn't put so much highlight on the people of color. I Kofi Mania happened, and we all went crazy. We went bananas. Oh, yeah. I loved it because you know what? I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Boricua. A lot of my a lot of my heritage come Afro Latino. So I appreciate seeing Kofi there. I, 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 you know, I, I appreciate Bobby Lashley right now being you know. And, uh, of course, I love seeing the Lucha Bros with the titles because, again, that's our Latin heritage right there. That's, that's Latinos. Latinos got it. I want to see my boy Santana and Ortiz take that title. I want to see them, the body, grabbing that title up with the flag with them. Like, I want to see that so bad. Something that we were able to see in the WWE yeah. with Primo and Epico or Carlito. Only Carlito held, what, one title the whole time he was there? I think too. Like, he had. I think he had the Intercontinental in the United States. Cor- like Carlito, Carlito, Caribbean, cool. Yeah, it was prototypical. It was, it, it was all. Primo and Epico were timeshare salesmen for Puerto Rico. Come on now, mm-hmm. for a furniture store, if I'm not mistaken. The, the in a way they made a laughing stock of them in my eyes, but their talent stunned up. Yeah. But but their talent, show, their showcasing their, their talent in the ring was unmatched. But then you go to W right now, you see how Santana Ortiz handled themselves and how they kill it. This is something they've been doing for years, crap, like building their craft in the Indies to bring it there and be like, yo, we're going to show this world why we're the best tag team. We're going to show these, this world why we are the nastiest to do it. And you see them, it's like poetry in motion when they wrestle. They kill it every single time they're in that ring. Yeah. So wait until they have those matches against the Lucha Bros. If you didn't see them kill it and impact with them, <laughs> or even in Beyond Wrestling, they did American Rana a few years back. Killed it. Killed it. Like, I mean, when I say killed it, I was popping, like, oh my God, the, the whole match. Like, that's how good they are. Yeah. yeah. And now that they have a platform to showcase and be shown, we're going to be seeing Scorpio Sky soon go for a title. We're going to be seeing everybody go for a title. And it's people of color. That's what makes me proud. That must. That's what makes me push even more. Go there. No, I hear you. Yo, yo, Matt, I hate, I love your... Uh... Your love for your the, the people that you come up with and all these guys and the appreciation that you have for their hard work and them possibly going to AEW making you know wrestling on TV nowadays better and all that other shit. But I want to hear where you gonna go, bro. I want to hear where where you plan on going because you're a talented brother and and you saying all that stuff it's inspiring to me. But to see one of my brothers make that shit is where I'm looking for. That's where I'm looking to because you know. We got people. We got a guy from Alfred E. Smith, professional wrestling, possibly could be, you know, AEW pretty soon. Or 
Maybe even WWE. We never know how he's feeling at the time. You know what I'm saying? He might he might take that bullet for me so he can hook me up with Sasha Banks. We don't know. But I'm just saying, I want to know when, what's the plans for my boy Matt Awesome. <laughs> for me, I, I wanna I wanna wrestle a few more police. I wanna I wanna you know wrestle up in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Florida, North Carolina, Georgia. I I wanna get my feet wet in those different places. I wanna get to the West Coast. I wanna wrestle in Nevada. I wanna slowly slowly, but I wanna make my way even if it's a dark match. If I get on dark or dark elevation and I gotta take and get slammed by Lance Archer or take the only power driver from the freaking, you know, FTR, I don't care. I me stepping in that ring and doing it, I made it. I hate it. Just being somebody from the South Bronx that was told in junior high school by a teacher that you will never amount to nothing because of where you're from. To see where I'm at right now, I'm the bullshit statistic that I'm they wrestling. give all Latinos and African Americans. I'm working a full time job. And yo, and by the way, fuck that teacher, From bro. The South Bronx. Yeah. And that. They, they stereotype. They put us in a box. Oh, no, of course. He he lost his job after he told us all of that. He lost Good. his job, but to hear that and that always replaying in my mind, replaying in my mind, replaying in my mind. As I'm an adult, now that I'm doing what I'm doing, I was showcased on Japanese TV. For Ring of Honor, New Japan Fusion, for their War of the Worlds, I was a security guard at a Ring of Honor event, and I had to pull Hangman off the ring. My face made it onto Japanese TV just doing that. I've won a Japanese title in the very beginning of my career. I won the DDT Heavy Metalweight um, Championship. See? For this three is what minutes I'm talking Austin, about. But in eight, I held a Japanese title. Yo, Not you, only that, that's dope. That's so I, fire. You know, yep. I wrestled Samoan. I I've, I've wrestled Samoan greatness. I wrestled The Rock's cousin. I. I Which I wrestled, one? I wrestled, I wrestled, uh, you know, there's so many of them. It was a big one. It, it, it was a tournament. Sean Maluda. Sean Maluda. Look him up. Oh, Sean Maluda. See, this is he the, was in AW shortly too. This is the shit I'm talking about, man. And you know, nothing but nothing but admiration for that family and what he's done. Like I, I've been in the ring with these people. There you go. See, it, it's just you know, it, it's just a matter of time. It's a matter of time. You know, leaving it in God's hands. You know, me pushing forward. That's what it is. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I don't doubt myself. I, I my, my, my significant other. She's a hundred percent behind me. She supports. Everything I do, she's like my manager. Like nothing gets by her. I shoot a promo, she has to watch it, and I shoot a promo with the guys, and she watches it. She tells me to short certain things, speed up certain things, fix the audio here, fix the audio there. She's she's literally my my rock right now with everything. Like she's she even read the Young Bucks book before I did, and she looked at me every single page, every single chapter done. She was like shaking her head, like sacrifice. You need more sacrifice. You need to do more of this. She needs to do more of that. And I take that feedback from her, even because she's not in the business. So 
to take feedback from somebody that's outside the business that can see what I'm going through in the business. I can see the business as like as a fan, but also know what she's talking about. That means a lot to me. So you know, I have the right people behind me. I have the right circle there behind you go. me. Like it's a matter of time before I get to these places. Nah, it's a matter hey. of time that you will see me in a in a big battle royal that's for a big promotion that in the Indies that oh oh shit that's mad awesome oh shit oh he got the chancla oh he's beating everybody in the rumble with it like you guys gonna see that like I I was on the show with Effie recently I was on the show with Effie with PB Smooth with with Billy Dixon. You know, I I was I was on a show with Lee Moriarty and my boy Charles Mason where they had a great match in the ring. And I was on shows with these guys that are being looked at on the indies. So I'm 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 closer than I I'm closer than I feel I am right now. Good. And, and it's just a matter of time. That's it, bro. And you got the whole knucklehead nation, you know, behind you too, brother. You know what I'm saying? They're always gonna have that support here, man. Yo, we got some questions uh, from the chat. I'm going to fire them at you. I know it's going to be a while. But you guys just got to watch my matches. That's it. We got you. Yo, give me, you got to give me the information for those those uh, those events, and we'll definitely show up. Uh, I shoot. All right. Um, so, yep. so I, got, I got a quick one from Pimp. He wants to know, are you a baby face or a heel? There you go. That was a... That's the first question in the, the list I'm getting. All yeah, right, so. I had him, yeah, yeah, I had them written down. I didn't know if you was looking for right, no, Um, Who asked that question? Pimp Boy. Pimp. This was a while ago, but he asked if you were a face or heel. And then... Uh, Wait, who asked the question? I, I didn't hear. Pimp Boy. Oh, oh okay. Weird. I'd say I'm in between. It, it depends on it depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I feel like I want to, if I want to be a little off and I want to beat somebody with Chancla while the referee's not looking, I want to pull out Eddie Guerrero, like cheating steel. By the way, fun fact, yeah. one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You know, I'll do that. But if I want to be a KO, I could be a KO where the fans could love me and hate me at the same exact time. It doesn't matter. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, another question. Oh, wait, wait, I was, I was going off that, I wanted to ask. Do you ever just have a preference? That's the next like, question. Do you want to go like a month of just doing that? Like, you know, because I've heard from a couple of wrestlers that I've, I've encountered, it's like it's easier to be a heel and it's more fun because you have more to do. Like you're limited as a baby face, you know. That's what I've been told at least. Just wanting your take on it. <laughs> My take on it is... Um, Selling is the most important thing. So I can be a baby face and get the crowd behind me 100%, which will charge me up when I need them to charge me up. And if I can get the crowd behind me and they could be in the palm of my hand as a face, if I ever turned as a heel, I know for a fact that I can work heel or face. I like them both, honestly. It just depends on how I'm feeling. And preference-wise... I gotta say, in the beginning right now, I like being a babyface. In a way, I do. Because I can sell merch that way. Not only I can sell merch that way, you know, I can interact with the with the crowd. But, again, like I said, it depends on how I feel and what they got me going up against. I feel you. Yeah, so the next question is, uh, do you think GJ, Gigi should be a valet? Uh, does she have the look for... for- Talk to me, brother. That's what Danny said. 
Nope. Jeff wants to know how my you got your beard looking. Is all, by the way, I'm so sorry. My camera is like all the way over here. I have to like <laughs> lean on this side. You're I, killing me here, Matt. Yo, Just, the camera's moving. Uh, I'm beating. No, I'm beating. Like these cameras are fucking all over the place. They keep, they, yeah, they they keep, keep sizing. I was about to write a sign that said "Fix my shit" because you know yeah. <laughs> I'm over okay, here trying well, to figure out what well, the fuck well, is going on. Again? All right. So the question is: Do you think Gigi has what it takes to be a valet? And uh, how do you make your beard look good? And um, yeah, <laughs> with companies like AEW, NWA, MLW, and all doing amazing deals and getting big names, stats. Right, so how excited are you to hit the road Gigi. and start working with them? One question at a time, so because he's on a delay, so yeah, that's why I'm trying to get him all in now. So all when right, he so, hears them, all, he oh, can just answer them rapid uh, fire. Gigi being, uh, uh, yeah, I'm on a delay, so. I've seen a few, so I'm going to try to answer as many as I possibly heard. So, Gigi being a valet, she should be in the ring killing it because I've seen her work in the indies. She's a beast. She had a, a killer match against freaking Chris Dick and Ford Beyond. She should be in the ring killing it, honestly. WWE needs to cut that uh, that whole stigma of intergender wrestling and bring it to the forefront. That's how I feel. My beard, I clean it on a daily basis, and sometimes I add cream to it. Sometimes I don't brush it brush it down. I kind of trim it down a little bit once in a blue and it gets too fuzzy. Um, I didn't hear the other few questions. What was the other question about how I feel about hitting the road or something? Right. What's up? So with companies like AEW, NWA, MLW, all doing amazing deals and getting big name stats, how excited are you to hit the road and start working with them? Um, as soon as, you know, if any of them are knocking on my door for me to go, I'm super excited. Um, I know people in all of those locker rooms, um, like AW, I know majority of the locker room, private party, um, San, San Ortiz, the list goes on other people I know. So I know I'll feel at home with these guys, um, with NWA. I know Mecca Wolf. Mecca Wolf is like a Theo in the business. He's great. Him and um, Beastie, I say, 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 they're great in the ring. I'm also, I leave Frost. She's she's a sweetheart. She's awesome. You know, she she there. NWA and he's another one. Like and then NWA, if they were to knock on my door and say, hey, we need you to to get clothesline and let homicide stab you in the forehead, I'll take it. And then MLW, you know. Shouts to MLW, they're doing their thing too. I I know people there. Like I know Myron Reed. I know Jordan Oliver, who just finished working with them recently. My boy Casey Navarro is with them. Shouts to Casey Navarro. He stays blessed. Um Danny Limelight is there now. He's a part of the new LAX. Shout out to Danny Limelight. You know, Smokes. He's there. Julius Smokes, another good, you know, mentor right there. He's a great person to talk to. Um Conan is there too. It, it, MLW is a great place. You know, like I said, these it, it, it's not all about WWE um, like it was in the past. You know, if, if you if you didn't venture out and reach your hand into the other uh, the other styles of wrestling like All Japan and New Japan, WCW, NWA all the the like the Midwest wrestling, then you know what you just stay stuck on one TV, one tube all the time. Then 
and that was you when taping happened i have i literally in the dvds of all ring of honor best here like my cousin gave it to me shout out to my cousin chris and my cousin harry you know they they blessed me with that i've been study for hours and find new stuff that's what's up. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's it's just a great time to be a wrestling fan right now. Yo, for real. Yo, yeah. Walter <laughs> says uh, it's great that you have somebody. You know, your other half to help you with what you're going through with wrestling. That's well, also that's the other have. You know, that's also <laughs> that's awesome to have that support. And um, Boricua Tommy wants to know if you ever did a blade job. You ever cut yourself open? He's on a delay, guys, so it gives him a, you gotta give him a minute. Nah, never, never. I um fun funny story. Um, in fact I got um I got busted open once. No, twice in fact, I got busted open. The first time I got busted open was during um a, it was it was a, a tag team match. The other I, I messed up a spot. It was the same day, in fact. It was the same day. I got busted open twice on the same day. First, early in the daytime, I, I worked the Lucha show. And my tag partner, I was holding up the two guys. My tag partner was doing a suicide dive out. He um, he went through, and we kind of collided heads right over here. And I got a little half bust open right here. So it was like I didn't notice I was bleeding until when I got to the back and I started taking off my stuff. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm bleeding. Um, ran home because I had my other show that night, which was a triple threat tag match. So I, I, I tagged with somebody else during the daytime. Um, so now I ran home real quick because, again, BWF is not that far from where I live. I came home, iced my eye for a few minutes, washed real quick, jumped in the shower, grabbed my, my gear again and ran over to BWF. Ready, you know, you know what I have to do. Um, got hit with a chair in the beginning of the match. Perfectly fine. They take me out because they take out the biggest guy, of course. Um, stuck back into the match. Cleared house. There was a spot where, and I think I have the video on my, it's on my face, it's on my Instagram and it's on my TikTok. Um, I got given a move and I kind of messed up. Dominic De Niro. Shout out to Dominic De Niro. I still love the guy to death, even though he beat the shit out of me with a chair. Um, <laughs> didn't notice that the chair was broken. And he's hitting me with it repeatedly across my back and didn't notice what was going on when i laid when i turned around and they went for the pin i felt like the ring was inside of me i'm like what the fuck is going on so end of the match had to roll back in super kick somebody to set a august show which was um escape from new york um shout out to uh bwf and uh tj marconi for putting that together that was a, a great tournament show that um, it was like seven different sh- seven different companies, one night tournament. Um, unfortunately, BWF lost, um, but I got cut open with the chair that show before that, and I have a, a little mark on my back to remind me that Dominic De Niro cut me open with a chair. <laughs> so I got hit with a chair, and it cut my back open. So no blade work. Um, I don't think I'll ever do blade work. I would rather, I don't know if I want to do it like Eddie Guerrero said, do it the hard way. Um, the hard way probably sucks, but um, nah, never done a blade job. Nope. I don't, I don't foresee it in my future either. Like, 
my my girl gets my, my girl went we went to the, the homicide tribute show and we saw low life louis get cut open from here to here with a pizza cutter by mistake from um from the gauge and she turned around real quick and looked at me and was like i'm like i promise you i will never do something like that but i'll go through a door i want to take a light tube and i actually want to get slammed through thumbtacks i don't know i just want to try it that's hey. just me no i hear you i hear you bro yo can you tell You're us you did legal so yeah, why right? not <laughs> yo, t- you can us- sustain legals you can sustain thumbtacks word Yo, tell us a story about uh, Sandman hitting you with the, the Singapore cane, bro. I want to hear that. <laughs> He's on the delay. Okay. So, the Sandman thing. Okay, so um, earlier that day, you know, there was a seminar. We did the seminar. I did the seminar. It was a two-code Scorpio. Shout out to two-code Scorpio. Man's a genius. Man's a beast. Um, still doing it at his age. He's killing it right now. Um, wrestling great young indie stars. Um, so Sandman. So I was told to run out and um, you know try to stop what was going on. They're like, "All right, Matt, go, go, go." So I run out and I put my hands up real quick, and he swings the Singapore cane right across my stomach, and that shit hurt. And then when I bent <laughs> down to grab my stomach, he broke it across my back. So, like, I felt as if it was the, like, my mom beating me with a chancleta. I hit <laughs> to my knees and crawled out the ring and rolled out. And, yeah, I had the mark of the candlestick across my stomach. How good did that feel? Like, and I was honored to take that shit because <laughs> Sandman is my childhood trying to sneak and watch ECW when I was a kid. Nah, I hear you. It felt great, but painful. <laughs> I can imagine that shit. So, yo, let's That's talk about cool. the chancleta, bro. Does the chancleta have a name? And what does his voice sound like? As you say, it talks to you. Is it a he or is it a she? La. So that's a female. He has the voice of many abuelas telling you exactly <laughs> what not to do. It's a he. It, listen, listen, listen. It's I'm a he. Binary it's a he. It's a he. over here. Okay? <laughs> now I'm binary over here. But um, it was basically... It, it, it's basically to me it's cultural and um you know shout out to all of our parents who ever beat us with um a chancla um teaching us the way of being you know not not dumb and, um like, like stupid shit and beating us for it um also shout out to ortiz and uh ortiz and diamante because uh they're the two that blessed me with the chancla um, there's a promo I did, and Diamante brought me to Chancla back blessed from all the abuelas from the block. So oh, a thousand shit. abuelas, <laughs> when I hit somebody, it's the feeling of a thousand abuelas kicking back and swinging <laughs> like A-Rock for the fences with this. Jesus. So oh, shit. feels this, they feel That's fucking amazing. I'm hitting them at the same exact time. Um, you haven't killed nobody with that shit? For Diamante and Ortiz for, you know, blessing me with this gift. Word. That Trust doesn't... Me, there's going to be plenty different... 
I didn't think you would say Sancocho, so I'm like, I was not ready for that. When the arm is like this, and it's like rock, it's hell on this side, you know that's a powerful hit. Alright, so I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask the... There's gonna be different chanclas. I I have one from Honduras right right now. Uh, I'm getting one from the the Campos of Puerto Rico. Alright. Get it it from the motherland. I I was gonna ask if that chancla had a sibling, because you know they always come in pairs. Like, is there a a chancla in the the stands that cheers for that one? You know, like you bring that to the show and it has its own seat and it watches its its uh, you know its sibling. One, this one has origins. This one has origins from Puerto Rico and um you know Cuba. Origins from Puerto Rico and Cuba. Like it was blessed my abuelas from both parts of that part. You know, Cuba and Puerto Rico. Like it went through the islands and Diamante picked it up in uh, Miami before she came through and gave it to me. Blessed from all the abuelas. Um, but yeah. I'm getting more, you know, uh, there's one being built right now from, you know, from Puerto Rico and (laughs) and some people together and putting some of their, you know, a little bit to it for me. So... Niggas gonna die. It's gonna be taken <laughs> through El Junque and it's gonna be, get blessed by the waters of El Junque. Oh, it's gonna have the power of a thousand Tainos. Listen. Oh shit. It's, it's gonna it's gonna All you need is that chancleta to go to La Guancha and that's it, man. You know how Thor has his hammer? You know how the Thor movie, has yeah. his hammer and he has Stormbreaker? I got the chancla. All Thor needed was a chancla, honestly, to tell you the truth. <laughs> that's it. I- I got so a quick question. Know, so no, 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 hit him if they would have been a You ever thought about building a giant chancleta? Just some giant shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like super chancla. Chancla el grande. This is my this is my dream. I I don't know if you ever saw back in the days in wrestling. It was an ECW show. They were um they were throwing chairs into the ring. It was just chair after oh, yeah. chair after chair after it's chair. It's an infamous, absolutely. Like by the time it was done, there was no rings on the outside. People just sit down. All the rings, all the chairs were in the ring. So <laughs> my my dream is for everybody to have a chancla in the crowd. And after I'm done whooping somebody's ass with my chancla, I want them to make it rain chanclas into the room on top of that person. Like that's that's my dream spot. I like that. I like Anybody. that. That's it. Listen, we're getting the bulk order of chancletas and we're going to send it or later to the abuelas. It's going to be a book me. To wrestle be a whole lot of pissed off people in Florida and San Diego and California. Like, yo, why are we so low on the sandals? And the bad part is I want everybody in your crowd to grab a chancla at the door when they get their tickets and throw it into the ring. Please. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> We're gonna have the chant. We want chunklas. We want chunklas. <laughs> that whole person just gets hit with the chunklas. We're gonna have to make 
Yeah, a knucklehead chancla for him. <laughs> a special yeah. knucklehead chancla. Um, I had a chancla chat happen. It was amazing. That's it. We'll have one as the knucklehead and then one for the win. So that way it'd be like knucklehead for the win. <laughs> you could, you could go play the bongo with your chancla. Boom, ding, ding, boom, ding, ding, boom, ding. I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you guys one thing. Unfortunately, a few weekends ago, it was supposed to be a big, big show for for MV Young. Um, It was the Polyam Woodstock. Unfortunately, the town where we were doing it in uh, caught cops on us when that like the second show was gonna start and we had to cancel the whole thing. Jesus. Um, I was supposed to be in a really, really big it was big to me match it was gonna be an eight-man tag match um it was gonna be me my my team of the uptown boys because we are the uptown boys you got johnny santos with the hookah you got me with the chancla and you got my boy jared diaz with the arizona iced tea in his hand he's a pretty boy versus the house of mcqueen which is eddie mcqueen uh, Gabby Ortiz, uh, Karen Bam Bam, and also had um, DM D, DM Kid, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong, bro. I'm sorry, but it was gonna be a big match, and we were the only thing we were we were lacking was a sponsor for that match. I completing for a show to a, a show to pick this up and do it. I want to do this match, and if you guys want to, if you guys want to sponsor our match, you guys could do that because that's the way that wrestling is going to start going because sometimes promotions and some of the promoters, they don't have enough money in their own pockets to book these wrestlers. So sometimes we they, they ask for people to sponsor matches. So you get podcasts like what you guys have. So sponsor the match. It can be anywhere between a hundred dollars to five hundred dollars, and you can basically put on the match for us to get us to wrestle. And we all we it's not like the promoter keeps the money; the workers get the money. That's dope. And some of us actually live on the live on you know sponsors, live on the promotional money. So you know, if you guys want to in the future, if I do get a show like that again. I would throw it to you guys. If you guys want to sponsor our match, your logo will be there and you guys will be invited to the show, of course. Um, and your show, your logo will be right on the picture of the actual uh, match card. Oh, shit. That's no, the matches right in the middle. Yeah. It'll be the logo of the podcast. So mm-hmm. I, I'm hoping and I'm praying that MV, you know, puts the show on again in due time or promotion picks up some of our matches and does them because that show alone, hands down, was gonna be like show of the year. Yeah, uh, that's and I was kind of sad about that. It broke my heart. It broke my heart that you know to see MV so you know he was distraught about it because it was so many plans for that show and all of us were gonna kill it. Like we were like, yo, we're gonna show out in this match. Like we we had ideas out the yin yang and there was there was gonna be four shows being run that day and only one show got run that day and. The, the other show was supposed to be Invictus. The third show was supposed to be No Peace um, No Peace Underground Wrestling, which is Death Matches. Um, shout out to No Peace. They're great, great promotion for, for Death Matches. And then it was going to be us, the Polly and Woodstock show. And 
you know, a lot of people flew in from, you know, Cali, Atlanta, Florida, just to be a part of the show. Like we had Aspen Rose. Shout out to Aspen Rose. I've wrestled with her before. Amazing talent. Mikey Banker. We had Dark Sheik. She came all the way from Cali. We had Edith Surreal coming that came in from uh, Pittsburgh. We had people from Cincinnati. We had people from all over the place coming in for this one show, and it didn't go on. Yeah, people, they, we, we got the cops called on us. And to tell you the truth, how I feel about it, it was because they saw too much of this. Oh, yeah. And people of different color. You had black, brown, and queer people in one yard getting ready to put on an amazing wrestling show. But we didn't look like these people. So that's why they called the cops on us. That's why they kicked us out. That's what it boils down to. It was in an area where it wasn't. And they broke all of our hearts. Like, we literally... But what ended up happening was I ended up going to, to Dave and Buster's with my tag partner and our homegirl, um, Karen Bam Bam. And uh, we met up with a few of the other wrestlers there at Dave and Buster's. So you cancel a wrestling show, you go to Dave and Buster's and you see these wrestlers like PB Smooth and uh, Yoya playing Dance Dance Revolution. PB Smooth is like six foot eight and he's playing Dance Dance Revolution. You see Akira, who's like the, one of the deathmatch kings. Freaking playing hungry, hungry hippos in David Buster's. So it, it was it was cool as hell to see a different side of wrestlers, but at the same time we were all heartbroken because we were not able to show. We were not able to put on a great match like we wanted to. It was sad. I was sad. I was 100% sad. I was so disappointed. But I was looking forward to the show the whole summer since after the last one. Damn, bro, that that's fucked up. Yeah, I hope y'all get to make it up. Well, I'm 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 hoping for it. Like I'm I'm trying to push. I want a promotion to pick up that our match. Like if they put they they if they actually be like, look, we'll, we'll book your match. Who are the wrestlers? Give us their names. Do you guys got a sponsor? You know, if a promotion could do that for me, that for us, it'll be amazing. And. I'm going to go out on the limb and make a sign like how Sammy Guevara has been doing. And I'm going to put up a sign and be like, yo, book Envy Young, book all of his, all the whole card from that night. Because that whole card was going to be a banger. The whole card from beginning to end was going to, was going to kill it. Because if you saw any of the other Polyam Cult Party shows, you know exactly what you were in store for. Like, I know on YouTube they have Polyam Cult Party 3. They have my scramble match. They have that on there. Um, my last match, I'm not sure where I can find it. It was on Twitch. On um, I, I gotta find the I gotta find the page again. But I know that match was there. I've been putting up little highlights of the match, little by little, because I have I have a lot of highlights from that match. So I'm just slowly putting out there, and I know they're on my they're on my actual Instagram too. But he Envy puts on such a show that it's. It's amazing. Like, it, it's one of the great. It's it's not only being in that locker room where everybody is feeling so welcome. It's like nobody feels as if they're above anybody in that locker room. Like you have Effie, who's been doing it, killing it. Who's been GCW? He's been on a whole bunch of shows, and he's changing right next to me, and we're laughing, joking around about something stupid that happened in the back, and we're all having a good time. And to to be in a locker room where you know, you don't have to be so like, oh, psych suited. Oh my god! Like, I hope I don't, you know, do something wrong. It, it's it's so relaxing. 
That's how, yeah, I'm pretty sure it has to make better shows also. Oh hell yeah! It makes this. It makes everybody want to put on a banger every single match. That's what's up. So, yo, um, how do you? All right, so you're still a fan, right? You still watch WWE and AEW and stuff like that. So of course. So I I wanted to get into explain to me why you think John Cena is the best right now. Let's get into that. Let's get into that. I'm gonna tell you right now. I want to hear. I want to hear. Yeah, go ahead. The five moves of Doom. That's what makes him the best. Now, I'm I'm gonna test. I'm gonna test all of you guys right now. Oh, oh, wait! Somebody ran away over here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna test all you guys right now. Okay. How many moves do does uh, Shawn Michaels have? How many moves does Bret Hart have? Million. No, no. Nah, Bret Hart has Five. the yeah, it's, the yeah. elbow, the uh, uh, the inverted atomic drop. I remember him always doing that. The sharpshooter, the elbow, that, off the middle rope, that clothesline, the, uh, the, the Russian leg one. sweep, the yeah. elbow, the yeah. elbow drop for Sean. Five moves. Sean had five moves. John Cena has a, a shoulder bump. But here's the five thing. Moves. Here's the thing, though. Awesome. When they did their five moves, it it wasn't paint by numbers, though. They had a whole match that they did those five moves. Cena does it paint by numbers. Cena's like, oh, we're seven minutes into the match. It goes all five of my moves. Shoulder and bump. we're going to add <laughs> 20 shoulder, shoulder blocks. There you go. Shoulder block. <laughs> It's how you tell the story. He's a storyteller in the ring, regardless of whatever anybody says. Yeah. Cena does it. He puts me Cena to sleep very it. well. What's so does Hogan. Yo, thanks for the sub, o- OYG. Appreciate you. Uh, no. New, new to the podcast. You hooked me up with the channel. Oh, I hooked him up. Hey. hey. Cool. That's what's up. We got a new sub. I didn't even know that, that. that was the yeah. That was the, the the sound that you heard earlier. Yo, appreciate you subbing <laughs> by, bro. Look ahead, man. You, yeah, you mentioned Bret Hart. Yeah. You think John Cena could have an Iron Man match? Bret Hart fought for an hour. Most definitely you can. I'm gonna now, let Tom disagree because I know I see it in his face. The sweat is coming off his forehead. No, no, ask the yeah, question. Yeah. Ask the, I already had the debate with, with, with Kenny. The man has cardio. The man has cardio. Come on now. <laughs> cardio. Cardio at the end of the day. I think he has a twin Cardio brother kills. that I, ha, I think he has a twin brother that they pause the, the camera and he goes underneath the ring and a brand new guy comes out didn't watch the match beforehand and just like yo let's start over and boom and just like Hogan oh, hooked up John Cena, John Cena has a shot of Cena he takes and boom yo my man turns into a Captain Planet bro I'm not a hater Gigi I'm telling the truth I am not hater. a hater. You see, how, you see how they think they getting me mad. You see this? You see this? You a the hater. Dalai Lama. The, I have, I'm, full, a I'm the Quan. Nah, I'm not a oh, hater. Boy, Hogan has more moves and everything like that. Hogan is. Hogan not. can take a rock bottom. Hogan can take a rock bottom. Cena can't. I'm just saying. I'm just listen, saying. Cena can. He just didn't want to sell it. Cena turned that rock bottom into a listen, into a clothesline. I kind of lost. I kind of lost love for Hogan. So because of the, the hey. racial shit. Because of the racial shit. So I'm sorry if I'm gonna offend anybody, but fuck Hogan. No, go ahead. That's right. Yo. That's right, Matt. Say that. That's right. Say that. Matt Austin, awesome, ladies and gentlemen. One thing. One Absolutely. thing. Macho man. Macho man is the man at the end of the day. 
What yo? One one thing Macho we do man. on this podcast, we we don't Ricky stop Stambo. anybody's we don't stop anybody's uh, opinion. And if you say fuck Hogan, then fuck Hogan. You know, like I'm not gonna yeah. Ricky Steamboat, you know, Randy Savage. Yeah. Come on. Yo, late. What Sting. you missed? Uh, Matt said that the Miz is actually the best wrestler in WWE right now. Oh shit! Don't say that. I don't even say that. <laughs> Lay, bring out the elbows, late. Nobody understood that in the history of any uh, kind of wrestling. So, so let me get on the Miz now. Let me get on the Miz. Um, Here we go. He's better than Cena. You're right. You're right, Matt. Awesome. Better than <laughs> Cena. That WrestleMania promo solidified him as good at his job to me. Just saying. He's good at his job. You're given a job by being a face or a heel, right? You get one of those jobs. You got to do it good. You got to kill it. Whichever one you get, you got to be good at it. And Cena's good at being a crowd favorite. This is good at being an asshole. For the five-year-olds and under demographic. Like I said, I like Cena. No, no, I I get you. I'm going to throw those jabs at Cena, bro. At one point, I was like that. I was like that. I was like, oh, fuck Cena. Can't become a heel. That was me. But I'm like... Now that I'm in, I'm like, I get Cena now. Now I get why he does what he does. Why he did what he did. Now I get it. It's called money. Exactly. You have to go to where the money is. And that's what Cena does. That's it. He comes out with Fruity Pebble t-shirts and everybody buys them. I'll tell you, I'll yeah. tell you, one, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Again, I'm he a has... Dwayne fan. We all know I'm yeah. a rock fan. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you one we thing. We all know I'm a CM Punk fan. I'll, I'll we give... all know I'm a CM Punk fan at the end of the day. Yeah, so. that's true. I'll give Cena credit. He has two more moves than Daniel Bryan. What? I'll give him Listen. that. I'll give him that. Wow, we're going there. I'll go there. We're really I don't going there. I want to hear I'm it from a, the wrestler. I want to hear it from the I'm wrestler. A huge, <laughs> I'm a huge American Dragon Brian Danielson fan. At the end of the day, so you lost on that one because Brian Danielson is by far one of the greatest wrestlers that ever touched the mat. I'm just saying. Yeah, he, I just wish he just him, if he did more than just throw a Kenny kick Omega in a. Oh man, it, the man is technical. Go back and go no, to go to Daily Motion he, and look at Brian Daniels. If he did more than steal the Miz's it kicks and you know and that little uh, diving headbutt through the ropes, then I can see it. But until he does more than that and stops stealing moves from the Miz, then listen, you know. Listen, listen. <laughs> I think this is nice. Stone Cold did the same thing. This guy's face underneath me. When he when he <laughs> grabbed Kenny Omega last night, I had an out of body experience. Just saying. I'm like, and oh my I god, it's happening, people. It's happening. It's kind of like hey. when I see Sasha Banks come oh. out the entrance. Hey. I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, how the fuck she got out of the basement? I mean, yeah. Word. This guy kidnapped. Yo, first off, we're not talking about that show. I apologize. Why you he bring up old fucking news? Shit. Like I said. All right, uh, Brian. Brian Danielson is one of the greatest avatars. Yes, ring. I'm keep it at that. <laughs> if you remember, yeah. in, in ROH, he's pretty much the reason they made the pure title. The pure title is basically just about purely wrestling. It's not, you know, any of that extra Listen, shit. And that's why they made it. About the Forbidden Door after the pay per view, I was watching the interview, yeah. and he was like, "If anybody so comes good. to it, let's have fun." I want to see him and Gresham have a match. Yeah. 
Jonathan Gresham versus Brian Danielson, I'm 100% for it. I will pay money for that. In yeah, fact, would... there's a GCW show coming up, and it's going to be Mizuro Suzuki versus Homicide. Yeah. I'm going to that show. Fun. I don't care. I'm, I'm a worker, but I want to watch that match in person. That That's going to be fire. So, so it's going to be a fire match. Mizuro Suzuki is a legend and a beast at the same time. And that man, what we saw on that, what we what we got a chance to see on Dynamite because they had too much picture and picture for that match. What we saw for that match was nothing compared to what this man could do. Yeah, was it, it was a fine little snippet of yeah. What he's, yeah. I mean, if you watch New Japan or any Japan at all before, even now, you can tell you just don't know the man can go. You know what I mean? Yeah, that man is a beast. And also, yeah, who else is a beast on New Japan? Shibata. Shibata was one of my favorites. His headbutts is the reason why he had to take a break from from you know wrestling because I, he was he, he he was really headbutting motherfuckers out there, dude. That, that strong style I is legit Shibata. over there. <laughs> strong style is legit when he wrestled. Absolutely. I'm literally trying to go back and watch the first Super Juniors right now just to see. Chris Jericho as the Lionheart. Ah, to see, yeah. To see Chris Benoit as Pegasus Kid. Oh man, yeah. Eddie Guerrero in the as mask. Tiger Mask. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm going back to watch all that Juice and Thunder Liger. I. I yep. had an. I had an ambition match recently, and um, shout outs again to to Chris Barton. Chris Barton, um, El Unico. That's one of my boys right there. We've had plenty of matches against each other. He's from Bushwick. <laughs> Um, he, uh, we, we like drool over, over Japan wrestling. Like we love it. And, uh, he, <laughs> this man over here, I mean, anything Japan, we talk about it. That's our yeah. shit. Like our shit is what, like talking anything new Japan. And I told him like, bro, I want to rewatch these. Like, I want to sit down and watch them all. And he, he called the match that I was doing and I did, the Liger strut, the, the surfboard that Liger does. I got out of a, a a rare naked choke, grabbed the legs, rotated over, grabbed dude, and I put him in the surfboard. In fact, I fought Desmond Cole. Shout out to Desmond Cole. He's another good talent that people got to keep an eye on from the Indies. He kind of reminds me of you, so tags. He kind of reminds me of you. So he's a good looking guy then. His... Listen, he's, he's <laughs> He's a he's a fine looking gentleman. Okay. You can see him though. You can see him. Nice. Um, but I did the stretch. I did the stretch on him, the Liger stretch. And if you've ever seen Liger work, you know exactly what surfboard I'm talking about. I did it to the point where I sat back with it all the way to my back, pulled him over, and put him in a rare naked choke from it. So I transitioned oh, it over. Oh shit! I also transitioned. Um, he went for like a line. I turned it around, jumped on him, and I brought him down into like a cross face. And wow. stretched them. So I'm get again, like I said, I love pure wrestling. I'm getting into the grapple now. So to see a guy like me, my size, because I'm kind of a big dude, doing freaking pure wrestling and, and as I call it, big boy lucha, you know, it, it was different. And when he, when I did that Liger stretch, I'm like, I know Barton's going to get it because he's such, such a new Japan. Like he loves all Japan. He's he's for it, and when I did it, that's the first thing I heard in the commentary of him calling it. He was like, "Matt's doing his tribute to Liger. Shout out to Matt for doing that Liger stretch." And I, <laughs> perfect, like it was perfect. I'm like, "Ah, nice. I got you, got you." 
I was trying to stand up and do the pendulum and take him to the corner, like the bottom turnbuckle and pendulum, swing him to the freaking bottom turnbuckle. But I'm like, you know, I'm just going to keep it like 100%. So, nah, I hear you. Yo, and bro. Like, I'm even trying to do like a Muda track. I'm not trying to do a Muda gimmick now, too, with um, since one of my gimmicks now is seasonal. It's a seasonal gimmick. During late spring, summer, into the fall, I make for certain promotions nutcrackers and I take them to the show and I sell it. Now, what I was thinking of doing because during fall, winter, a little bit of the springtime, I make coquito and I sell it at the show. So for the for the scramble match, I rolled out the bottom just to get a breather. I took a sip of my coquito in the corner. So the fans that were there, they were like, what are you drinking? I'm like, coquito. You got more of that? Yeah. When I'm done with my match, I got some. I'll sell you some. So what I was thinking of doing was doing a Muda gimmick where I take a sip of the Nutcracker, if it's green, and right into somebody's face. Nice, nice. So I spray it with Nutcracker, <laughs> straight up New York poison in your face, chancla shot, take you down into the Coquito Cutter. That's it? Yes, my move is called the Coquito Cutter. You yes! Yeah! It's not your cutter. regular cutter. It's uh, it looks like I'm gonna do a fall away slam, but instead I rotate your body and I catch you with the cutter at the same time. Nice, nice. That's dope. So, hey man, to, I gotta know, ask you. Fall away slam, Scott Hall, and Word. you know the Ace Crusher, Hamas. No, no, no. both together. Yeah, and you're not a big dude. You're yeah. a 200 pound bag of sexy man. Remember that, us guys. <laughs> Oh my 200 God. pound where a bag is sexy so you could take that with you listen 235 pounds of chocolate tassels over here that's I mean, it hey, 235 hey, pounds Matt, of I, pure I, I, sexiness I, I, right here for you baby yeah let me ask you Matt uh, are you talking about all these great submission moves that uh, that you definitely one watch done and and been put in what is your favorite submission move to do to someone and what is the worst submission move you've ever been in Oh shit. Um let me think. Submission move I've done is um I would say the crossface. Um, but I I take when I when I put the crossface on, I reach across and I grab the arm and I lock it. So I'm like right over with you. Like I'm I'm giving you a full stretch, abdominal stretch. Yeah. stretch so it's like a ring of Saturn? Um in a way like a ring of Saturn slightly slightly like a ring of Saturn I was about okay. to say okay um, but I also take and I'll, I'll like move to the back like if I can't grab the arm all the way I, I'll wrench the arm over and I'll keep on wrenching it wrenching it and wrenching it until I actually can hook it and pull back okay. so it, it's a it's my own version of it um move I've taken uh, the worst submission move worst yeah submission. shit <laughs> I've, taken, I've taken two submission moves um, during training. Oh, I also like putting people in arm bars. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's uh, in fact, uh, Pena was actually practicing on me one time, and he put me in a he put me in a cross face, but he legit put the cross face on me, and I'm like, holy fuck! Tap tap tap, real quick. Um, that and, a, and um, the figure four. Somebody actually put me in a real figure four, and it hurt. So, <laughs> worse to take figure four. If you got like legs like me, it hurts. So, uh, for real. Okay. Okay. Right. Sharpshooter. I haven't. Yeah. Been, I haven't been in a sharpshooter yet. 
Oh, okay. But I want to put I put people in sharpshooters sometimes. So I've been put in a sharpshooter. It's not fun. Yeah, not at all. But you got to put it on fun. correctly because people put it on wrong all the time. And if you don't put it on correctly, it sucks. And also, oh, I'm sure. So does it. So does a lion tamer. You know, not the Boston oh, crab, yeah. the lion tamer. The we know the lion tamer is a completely different animal than the Boston crab. Oh no, of course, lion tamer, different. Knee on your head. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost back of your neck, and you just like, yeah, this. I don't want to be here I, anymore. I've <laughs> done STOs. I've done. Uh, yep. um, I've done different float over submissions. Like just practicing them and getting them on right. I love doing. Um, I love shooting for uh, arm bar. Like in training. If I get like a new kid and he thinks he he's the shit because he's done like high school wrestling and I'm like you've never stepped in a wrestling ring like that so come on we're gonna have fun so you know I'll move around move around move around and Azrael's a, a witness to one of them one time I looked over and I'm like should I do it and he he shakes his head like don't do it like this guy is so new I'm like yeah I'll do it I just literally the guy reached his arm out to grab me and I just grabbed the wrist mm-hmm. and just jumped right into an arm bar right onto him and he wasn't expecting it so he fell back with me. And I just pulled it back, and he was like trying to grab his arm. And then Ghost Shadow was like, "Remember what I taught you?" And I'm like, I just like jolted my hip up a little bit. I just put add a little leverage, and the, the kid just starts tapping that fast. I'm like, I got off real quick. As soon as I felt that tap, I got I let go because I didn't want him to be scared. I wanted him to come back and train. So, you know, I did that. I wasn't too proud about it, but I knew how to put on an arm bar correctly because of Ghost Shadow and Azrael. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, the the, the chat up. has some some questions for you. Uh, one of them wants to know if uh, Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit were influences you when you were younger, and if the WWE signed you, would you be cool with going to NXT? Um, a hundred percent would be cool to go on NXT because a lot of my friends are on NXT. Again, I know people there. Um, shout out to all of them. They're killing it over there. Um, Chris Benoit, yes. Um, when it comes to the technical work. A hundred percent Eddie Guerrero. Um, if I was, if I always get put on the spot whenever they ask me, who's your favorite wrestlers of all time? And um, they're never in the right like ranking. But the number one and number two always for me is Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, always. Um, then after that, you have the 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 other the ones like Shawn Michaels. Uh, the Chris Benoit, The Rock. You have everybody else trickling down. But my top two favorites is always going to be Chris Jericho and Eddie Guerrero. One, because where they came from and how they built up. And two, there's nobody like them that can ever step foot in a ring and be just like them, ever. At all. So true. Nobody, nobody's going to be the next Eddie Guerrero. Nobody's going to be the next Chris Jericho. There, There's only one of each of those people. Um, I I always felt as if when people would say, "Oh, this person's gonna be the next, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels," or this person is slated to be the next such and such. No, they're not. This person is slated to be the the next themselves. Andrade mm-hmm. Exactly, Andrade is his himself. Yes, he you know he comes from a family of wrestling too, but he is himself. Eddie Guerrero was never put in. Uh, like any category of being the next of his father or his brothers. No, he was Eddie Guerrero. That's it. Chris Jericho. The only Chris Jericho. That's right. Nobody could be the next That's Chris so Jericho. That's so true. 
Mm-hmm. That's and, so true. And we got the, the the one and only Matt Awesome here too. In the yeah. building. Don't, right. don't don't act like we don't. You feel exactly. me? First one to have him on the fact, show. Yeah, I see the picture up there, but let me stand up real quick. Let me see if y'all can see it. This is the new shirt, in fact, guys. <laughs> oh, that's dope. Hey. Nice. And this is the It'll old be shirt. On sale. Yeah, no, it's a funny center. Yep. Yeah, I've been. I've been. I've been putting your your links up in the chat well, throughout yeah. the show, so people so they, they want to get the wrestling tees, right? Yep, pro no, wrestling tees. This one will be a be- this one will be very soon. Um, shout out to Eddie Diaz. He is um my girl's best friend. He designed this for me. He literally was like, "Oh, what's your new gear? What's your new gear color? Um, you wanted like a, a retro punk '80s style." 90s. I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm an that's, 80s baby. That's course, a big influence right now. That's good. That's smart. Yeah. So he basically put this whole thing together for me, and I'm very appreciative. I love the man to death. Like we, we're <laughs> we're huge wrestling fans. We were watching All Out together this past weekend, and um, we saw that Nick Gage versus uh, Moxley was coming up in October, and we were just talking about it real quick. I'm like, you want to go to Atlantic City to watch it? He was like, hell yeah. And we were like, we turned to our significant others and we're like, um. Y'all want to go to Atlantic City? Don't worry about why we want to go, but do you guys want to go to Atlantic City? And they were like, oh, yeah, we'll go. And I'm like, y'all can do whatever y'all want. We're, we're going to go watch some wrestling. Girl. We're going to watch some wrestling. <laughs> I know the, a few shows that are going on, I know a lot of the people that are going to be on the shows. So, of course, I'm not only going with my regular stuff, taking my gear just in case. You never know what can happen. That's so, right. Um, Absolutely. That's one Stay ready, to get ready. You never go to it. You you always you come you come ready. You come ready to every show. Even if you're just going to help set up the ring, you bring your gear. Doesn't matter. You bring your gear. Yo, somebody so you got hurt. A trunk or you have it back. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I that that's how I got um I, I had a debut in um in BCW a few years back. Um by just showing up to the show. Like I went to go, you know, cheer on my boys and I was in the locker room hanging out with them. And one of the bookers was like, hey, Matt, you got your gear with you. I'm like, of course, I never leave home without it. And he's like, <laughs> suit up. I got three other guys here. Um, we need a pre-show match. Um, you guys on a pre-show, keep time, eight minutes. Um, you know, you already know what to do. So he kind of gave me the um, the reins of the match. So I went to each of the guys. Never met these guys before. Never seen their work. Um, just met them for the first time. And literally after that match, I made friends for a lifetime. And these guys, one of them is Zuka King. Shout out to Zuka King. He's doing his thing down south right now. Um, he's a champion down there and everything. Uh, cool dude. Worked with him. He, he's, he's he's good. He's good. It's really good. Um, the other two gentlemen I worked, one of them I just bumped into him recently at Jobber, at the at Jobber Slam. And we were talking, and he completely forgot it was me and him and the other two guys in that match. He was like, Yo, why you look familiar? I'm like, bro, you don't remember? We were in the same match together. He was like, oh, my God, it was you. Yo, that was a great match. He was like, I just forgot who was in the match with me. It was so good. And we spoke about it, and he was like, yo, I'm going to keep an eye out in North Carolina for you because, you know, they're always looking for talent from up north. I'm like, bro, let me know. I got family out of North Carolina. I would love for my family out there to see me wrestle. I got my older sister out there with the rest of the family, and I got an uncle out there, and I got my cousin, one of my cousins out there. 
So I would love for them like to surprise them, like have it like go out there to wrestle and them show up and they're like, hey guys, I'm wrestling. Enjoy the match. Like something like I, I want to do that. Like I want to surprise the shit out of them with that. That's dope. But um, you know, I, I went with my gear and I got booked on the show. It was it was great. <laughs> What's up, man? That's uh, that's smart. I would never I would never think you would do that as a wrestler, but it makes absolutely perfect sense because you never know. That's something that just being in it, you figure that out after a while. I was always told that, like, like I said, I'm always gonna go back to this one person, that's Stephen Pena. He, if it wasn't for him. Y'all wouldn't be sitting here talking to me about, Matt, why did you start wrestling? Or, you know, who was your influences? Who put you in the ring to, like, show you how to bump? It was that man himself. Like, he, I I always, I show him admiration whenever I do a podcast or if I ever, ever do an interview with somebody because, you know, they always say you got to give people their flowers. You got to give them their, their recognition while they're still here because you never know what can happen day to day. So I'm always I always give him his recognition every single time I speak. Like he he's a great dude. He he didn't have to teach me what he taught me. Same thing with um with Santana. Santana's another person that he didn't have to take time out one day to sit down and talk to me about like do I really want to do this and why do I want to do this? And you know, actually believing me enough to actually go and train me at one point. Like he didn't have to, yeah. But he did because he saw he saw something in, in each of the people that he actually took to train that day. He saw that we had something and that we were passionate about what we were doing. So that's another person I will always give you know, like I will always shout them out. Like I look right now, I'm wearing one of his. Yeah, you, the Bronx nasty. Yeah. This is this is his his his, is brand, his like, personal brand. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my shirt. It's back ordered, but what do you want? <laughs> Listen, they, so they, they went they like this, by the way. They went like that. When the every, moment every few weeks, AW, they were gone. Yeah. T-shirt. Like every, yeah, yeah. every few weeks, he puts out a new collection. Um, I think yeah. the next collection is coming out next week, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. or something like that. But, you know, I, I show support. And this is the way if I can show him support this way, I did it this way. I put the hat. Um, you know, having conversation with him. Ortiz is the same way. Eddie Kingston is the same way. You know, these are people that I picked their brains. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be right now talking to you guys. I wouldn't be doing what I do. Well, you'd be talking and to also, us. You'd be talking to us. You just might not oh, have these stories. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, I want to say shout outs to, you know, Lucas Chase. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's one of the main people for Blood, Sweat, and Tears. He also just finished um, training under Dustin Rhodes. Ooh. Dustin Rhodes Academy. And he is the champion there right now. So shout outs. Shout outs to Lucas Chase. He's he's the man. Word out. Yo. Word. Yo. He's the reason why I wrestle at Blessed Swim Tears. And my boy Harry. So nice, nice. Shout out to everybody you just mentioned, bro. Appreciate hey. you a hundred percent. Like you you gotta always find you, you gotta have a drive for anything you do. Like what you guys do here. You know, as a as a worker, as a wrestler, we appreciate podcasts. We we appreciate you guys for, you know, giving us a platform to talk about why we do what we do and who we you know, like who, who we uh basically idolized. Like you yes. guys give us that platform to talk about it and to promote ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of the times people don't get a chance to thank the podcast and everything. But I thank you guys for having me on today. I hey. I thank you guys for doing what you do. 
Because if it wasn't for you guys, nobody would actually have arguments about how John Cena is the GOAT and the Miz is the GOAT. (laughs) (laughs) And And Hogan can suck (laughs) these nuts all day. So, 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 so show had a question before we go off the rails. You know yeah. what it is? You know why it's so easy to talk right before a show? Uh, it, it's just that because we have a passion for this, just like you have a passion for this. And it just it just makes it easy. You know, it, it's not even like us doing an actual podcast or show. We're just shooting the shit, talking about something that we both love. Something that you are physically doing and us just being the speculators of watching the the art that is wrestling. You know, not the storylines. Storylines are great. They're fun, you know. However, get stale. And we're not really here to see the story unfold through promos, but rather through the matches themselves. And that's what makes it so fucking exciting. Exactly. A hundred percent. I 100% agree with you on that one. 100%. And it's always good to get the the perspective of someone on the other side of the fence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's why it's like when you say that John Cena's a GOAT, I respect it. You put in the work and all that. But when, when Show or Kenny says that shit, then we're going to have the fight. I got to take Show out to the back after the podcast. He's going to get lumped up. That's why he got the glasses. <laughs> but Show, <laughs> ask your question, brother. <laughs> show knows uh, I love him. <laughs> my question is, we was talking about your, your, your finisher. We was talking about moves. I wanted to know, is there a move that you wish you could do that you can't? Or haven't got the chance to? Oh. I like that better, but yes. I, um, you haven't got the chance to do the move yet. You haven't, yet. You haven't put in that spot yet. I, I don't. I don't want to limit the man if he can actually do it. Oh, of course. Maybe there's yeah. a fourth. You, know, you got to think positively. One day, be able to pull off a I don't know. It could happen. I'm not that guy. The day, the day I can do a six thirty, I'm gonna do the six thirty and hang up the boots that same exact day because <laughs> I'm not spinning that many rotations right now. <laughs> Rotating around a buffet. If it's a, I know that move. Food, I know but, that move. Uh, <laughs> I practiced that one a few bar, times. On the bar, rotating different beers or a few shots. Lay knows that like one. That. But, oh, yeah. You know, a move that I wish I could do. Uh, it would be a 450. I don't know why. Or, or moonsault. 100% a moonsault. I don't know why. There's something okay. about a moonsault that, like. Would you, would you want it so to be like, just a regular or acai moonsault? Not nah, lion salt. 100%. But on lion salt, they're right. Okay. Yeah, there, there's a beautiful uh, aspect I thought, to it. I thought Show was gonna ask me a question on like challenging him for that title, but I guess not. Oh no, Show no don't somebody want the smoke. actually asked that question. Yeah, on don't want the smoke. Actually, somebody asked that question. I've been yeah, here with the chocolate plenty of times. Hell no. Because if you if you challenge listen. him for that title, it's gonna be a street <laughs> match and there's gonna be Legos involved. Listen, yeah. you do understand that when you carry a title, whether it's at a wrestling show or on a podcast, you might have to defend it. Uh, that those are the odds. Remember, a street match, not a street <laughs> fight. That's right. It's a street match. 
I don't know. I don't know. Show Cats explain that to us. He doesn't know that. Show up on his side of the screen and started beating him up. That would have been so hilarious. And it worked. That's eventually going to happen. There we go. Leave his house with a title. I'm like, wow, he just really did that. I'll be doing the rest of the podcast from here, from the show side. Yo, <laughs> Matt, I'm telling you, man, the dream is eventually this podcast is gonna be in one big ass room, and then they're gonna yeah. be security guards between me and shows. That when he when he fucks around and says the wrong shit, they're gonna have to hold me back, and it's gonna be live. <laughs> it's gonna be live on YouTube. I'm gonna listen, hire listen, my own guys. I'm, I'm down. To, I'm down to be the the host and the announcer for that one. There you, know? you go. That's it. <laughs> I'm available for bookings, people. I'm available for bookings, 100. percent I'll bring my tatequito stick and we'll be out. Oh shit. Listen. I'll be out. I, I don't mind being commentary on that one. Be like, look at this nigga here. <laughs> Do you see this? I'm not even gonna call the moves. Stand near the apron and just laugh the whole time. I got a question for each of you guys right now. I got a I got a question for all y'all. Um, starting from the top, favorite male and female wrestler. Right now or of all time? All time. I I, all right. So I break it down into things. I have three all time and three current. Right. So one. No, but you know, yeah, no, that so if we're gonna go one and I have to, yeah, no, if I have to go one, do I have to go one? I can give you three. You give me a three, all right. So it's Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Rey Mysterio, those are my all time favorites. Okay, all of them, cool, all right. Why would we fuck Rey Mysterio? I'm just playing with you. I know you're talking about. I know you're talking about. I'm just fucking with we you. We all know who yeah. he's talking about, homie. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about John Cena. <laughs> uh, and I only have one one all-time favorite uh, female wrestler, and that was Trish Stratus. She just, you know, she got... But current wrestlers, Pentagon Jr., uh, Sasha Banks, and AJ Styles. Those are my favorite oh, wrestlers gosh. now current. Show your go. What's up, Tommy? Who? Uh, back in the days, my favorite wrestlers were. I'm not gonna say Hulk Hogan now, cause you know, fuck him. Yeah, y'all said it. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. I used to love the comedy aspect of wrestling. It's, it was wonderful to me. And now, now that I've been hanging around all these guys, and I know what wrestling is kind of about, I love, I love me some, some Penta man. Like when he won. Oh my God! That's why when you say you wanted him to fight uh, Ortiz, I'm like no, because those are two guys I I both want to win. I don't I don't want him against my guy. No. Look it up. Watch it. American <laughs> Rana. I forgot what year it was, but it was LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. Oh, yeah. Epic match. It was beautiful. I pick that out. I and you had all of the matches they had an impact. Yo, I Bangers. and and now. And now I'm just sorry. To, I'm sorry to have the Lucha Bros now as tag team champions, and then for them to fight Santana and Ortiz in Queens. Ooh. Oh yeah. Uh, you're Ooh. the God's ears. That better happen. Ooh. Oh, Who's your wrestlers? Tell me. Um, all-time female wrestler Lita. Always been a Lita fan. Love the fact that her moonsaults was great. That she was a high flyer. She she was a risk taker and. She knew how to fight. Um, and Shawn Michaels, you know, Shawn Sun, absolutely the showstopper. 
his Iron Man match between him and Bret Hart. Oh, great. Greatness. You know, and then obviously his matches with Undertaker as well. I mean, there's just so much. And he's so great at storytelling at that. He's the boss on that. But now current. Tell me the current ones. Oh, man. Current. Oh, man. It's so great. There's so many. But I I really do love. Eva Marie is her favorite. Man, fuck you. <laughs> hey, See, hey, I can give it back to you too, Gigi. Hey, Don't act like I can't hey, give it back to you. And I do feel like we're going to get a good story. How it came about, not my favorite. But you know what? Whatever. Let it develop. We're not going to get into that. We already did that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And male. Oh, man. The tribal chief himself. I love me some Roman. Who doesn't love a good Samoan? I just, you know, it's he's just delicious. Um, they hit hard. But, but, but also, but also I, I also just love Paul Heyman. And just the way he speaks on the mic. And I think it's more for Paul Heyman than Roman Reigns. Just because I love a good fucking promo. And he's the best at it. Another man who evolved his promo. Some Paulie dangerously. Fun fact. Fun fact. Roman Reigns has six moves to doom. Because he just added that 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 uh the, the sleeper that yeah the guillotine yeah. so <laughs> so there you go Matt yeah. that's what makes him better than right, Cena. So give give me yours right now. That's oh, uh, Stone Cold top top tier because I literally grew up at that time where I was saying fuck everybody. I had a boss I didn't like, and then I was literally watching this thing on TV like he's doing what I want to do to my boss. He's literally doing it. This is amazing. Yeah, after after that, uh, it's definitely Eddie, without a doubt. It's never a question. It's always going to be Eddie. Uh, Greatness. Too much charisma for any screen to handle. You know what I mean? And I I used to be a massive Ben Wall fan because how aggressive he was. But yet, I these two guys, I followed them from Japan to WCW to WWE. So you're like you're almost growing with them as you're going along with them. You know what I mean? Uh, sure. wrestling. I was I, he was a huge leader fan because he, he was doing. The lucha style that, I, especially when she was on S.A. Rio, to forget. Oh that, yeah, I, I remember that one. On S.A. Rio, she was first pulling off those moves. And people forget, like Team Extreme, she was doing that with S.A. Rio too. Everybody forgets about that guy. She did you know, it before with him. Yep. Pretty pretty decent wrestler, you know. Whatever. Um, now, uh, Finn, I'm a huge fan of Finn. I've loved Prince Devet since you know before that. Uh, the Roman, of course, <laughs> because I became a Roman fan when he went. He was in Pensacola, Florida, where he's from, and they were booing him. And I was like, Nah, I gotta back this man because bullshit. When you're in your hometown, your hometown doesn't boo you. And now look who's at the. He's literally the best heel in wrestling right now. Period. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> right now, after that, is gonna be 100. percent It's gonna be Penta. 100 percent Penta because from Lucha Underground to where we're at now. Uh, it's amazing. And the female wrestler now, um, Thunder Rosa. I'm a huge fan of Thunder Rosa. Yeah, she's good. She's amazing, man, yeah. Oh, my God. She's amazing. <laughs> she is great. I actually got a chance to, like, hang out with her back WrestleMania week when they were here, um, back in 2019. 
Um, I went to the Battle Club again. Battle Club. They're, they're at the forefront of all wrestling. We had a WCW show, which was a Women's Crust Wednesday show. It was a Wednesday show, and it was an all-woman lineup. Nice. Every match from beginning to end was a women's match. Nice. Um, You had – I forgot who was in the match, but I know the two main people that were there who I ended up becoming cool friends with was Thunder Rosa, Big Swole. Nice. They were both in that match. It was a triple threat nice. match, and I was sitting next to Rich Swan. Ooh. And um, Rich Swan was agenting their match. So the stuff that they put together in that match was like, she came out and she was sitting with us and we were talking about it. And she's like, what did you think about it? And I'm like, me? Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was, a, I'm like, it was dope. I'm like, the way you guys did it was, it made so much sense. It told a better story. And then he turned to me, he looked at me, he was like, exactly why I told him to put that in that match. I'm like, oh shit, wow. And then Mecca Wolf is right next to us saying, yo, that shit was fucking bananas. Like, it was, like, it, it was, she's a sweetheart and she's so cool, Thunder Rosa. Um, of course, I swole. Like, I, I can't really say. Well, I told you guys who's my favorite of all time. Like, that's by far my... That's Eddie and Jericho. Those are my two favorite of all time. Women's wrestlers. I would say uh, Trish Stratus Lita, of course. I've enjoyed watching their matches over and over again. Um, Another... I, I used to like to watch, and I still do. I kind of go back on YouTube and watch it, is uh, Josie Pro. The Japanese women's wrestling, okay. Joshi Pro. Mm-hmm. Their matches are by far the sickest matches. They put on yeah. better matches than most men. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now, hands down. So with uh, the whole thing with AEW having a lot of Japanese wrestlers, having Sheeta there... Mm. You know, Sheeta is one of the best. And if WWE didn't get their hands on Io Shirai, oh, that would have been something. She would have been in AEW. That would have been something. She would have been a beast over there. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. What do you um? Now that you mentioned, you just mentioned that. But once you finish your statement, I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. In AEW, the first you think about is like everybody that they picked up within within a month or even like three weeks. Like in three weeks, they picked up three of the biggest names. One, because the WWE clearly has an idiot working that has no idea about contracts. <laughs> Somebody completely <laughs> fucked that up. They fucked that up twice, actually, because they did it with um, with Malachi Black first. That was like... I oh, think you guys he, went, he went to the main roster and still had a 30-day clause, which was like... I think they, they like, fired the contract, the contract guy. That's yeah, what they, they had to. But the funny thing is, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily his fault at all. <laughs> it was somebody else's fault. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just fired the guy like, oh, it was probably his fault. They were like, oh, no, it wasn't his fault. My bad. You know, so it's like, it's crazy we have that transition. These In three weeks, the landscape changes from one company almost to the other instantly, in a sense. It's like you, you've got CM Punk, Adam Cole, which you didn't see coming, but you did. And we all knew the American Dragon was coming anyway. Oh, you of know. course, of course, yeah. of course. So I what do you think wait. about the way the way that happened, that shift? That happens everywhere, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. That, happens, that happens in every sport. Everywhere you go, movies, everything. Mm-hmm. You see, like, you know, Batman movies were up there. Batman movies were the greatest movies to watch from DC. And then here comes the MCU and taking all 
the fans and killing it because their their movies make more sense. Yeah, their yeah. movies look better visually. The people who write the movies are amazing. Baseball. When A Rod left the Rangers and came to the Yankees. Also, at the same time, turning down a Boston contract, but at the same time coming to the Yankees, the whole landscape of baseball changed. Football. Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots and going to Tampa. Yeah. A whole shift in the game. True, yeah. Think about that. Like everywhere it happens, and it was only a matter of time before fans get sick and tired of the same old rematch Raw and replay SmackDown. That you know they're gonna side with a show that's giving you something fresh and new. AEW has no writers, and I found that out yesterday. I found that yeah, out today that after out you yesterday. just said it. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I, I was in. I, I was listening in on a on a Twitter space. Twitter spaces are amazing when you have wrestling fans and wrestling friends. Uh, they were having a big conversation about diversity in wrestling, mm-hmm. and um, they had Tasha Steeles and Big Swole talking, and Shug D was the person who was moderating it. Um, they clearly said it. If you guys watch Dark, and you guys saw the matches between Diamante and Big Swole. That was all Swole's idea. Hmm. That was Swole's idea. The three, the you know, the the last match that they just had this past dino, this past dark, which was bananas. I loved it. And it was three fall. They, it was it was um, I forgot the name of three strike match. That's what it was called. Yeah, yeah. You had to win by a submission. You had to win by a pin, and you had to win by a knockout. Damn. So. It was one apiece, and the third match had to be one of them. So, of course, Swole went over. Swole had the knockout on Diamante. Bit it with the, I, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was the Dirty Dancing. Quarter, boom, dropped her. She was out for the count. But a knockout. So, to see that match on Dark, right, and not on the Dynamite. Think about it. Dark, you don't have picture in picture. You don't have to have you don't have to have uh you know commercials that you have picture in picture going on. So you see the full match, right? If you didn't notice in last night's dynamite, Hobbs versus um Dante, they were doing crazy shit while it was in picture in picture. Yeah, they were. And you're watching the picture in picture, but you can't get your eyes off of the Domino's commercial. Or you can't yeah. get your eyes off of the Manscaped commercial because, you know, oh shit, Manscaped. Oh fuck, I just missed the spot. That's the, that's the bad part about that. Now, you prefer that over I, not seeing anything? Because they could just go to commercial. That's the thing, though. This is the trick in wrestling when you're working TV. <laughs> you don't do your crazy shit when you're not the full screen or yeah, at a commercial yeah. break. You do your, your crazy shit when you're on live. Now, have you ever noticed in certain matches, which I'm going to basically nitpick, and I'm going to say Santana Ortiz matches and any inner circle matches, 
you notice when it comes back from a commercial break, the crowd is raging up. Why? Because they did all of the working shit. They worked the heat, worked the heat, getting into that. So when they're coming back from commercial break, the crowd is up. So you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck did I just miss? And they show a quick little picture in picture. Moments ago, this is what just happened, and they're still in the match. But you're watching the match, and you're watching what's happening moments ago, and they're still crawling over for that tag. Then the hot tag happens, and you're like, oh, my uh, God, I'm so okay. into this match. That relies on both, you know, ref work or whatever. But that's TV work. Um, versus for Dark and ele- Dark Elevation, the Rampage, you basically can work your whole match straight through and people will see it you're showcased so for that match to be on dark it was a blessing because they got to work all their shit into that match and really show like I was waiting I'm like yo if Diamante pulls out a chancla oh my god that's the end of the match that's a knockout right there but she did it and I was like, ah, because she used it on the indie. So I'm like, yo, she should bring it out. That'll be fucking dope. I'll go bananas. But she didn't. She brought out the kendo stick instead. Didn't even use it. She got it used on her. And then she used it. You know, because as they always say, if you're going to take out something, you better know how to take it as much as you're going to use it. So um, it, it was like to see their match and them doing crazy shit during the break. And I'm watching it. I'm like. Because I can zone out and watch the match and not worry about what's going on in picture in picture. Or not worry about the, the whole the whole commercial. My trick is I put the TV on mute so I can focus on that one thing. Yeah. Because the moment I start hearing something I like, like a commercial, I'll look over. But if not, if it's on mute, I can't watch. I don't watch it. I watch the picture in picture. Um, they were working a hell of a match. And for them to be showcased on Dynamite, on national TV, and their POC says a lot. Yeah. Tony knows yeah, Tony nice. Khan. Tony Khan knows what he's doing, and it's not like we're gonna get a once in the blue Kofi mania from them. No, we're gonna basically get people that look like us doing their shit on national TV. Yo, that cage match between the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks was one of the best cage matches I've ever seen in my life. Best match of the night, best match of the year. Oh yeah. Yep. Tell you the truth. Hands my, down. One of my favorite one of my favorite matches of the night was um was Eddie Kingston and Mero. Yo, blow for blow in that match. And, and just and you expected that. You expected that because you know how Merrill fights and you know how Eddie fights. And it was so good. And and and, and the heat that Merrill got yes, with the low blow. And, and uh, again, another oh, story that was unfold. Oh, absolutely. Which I am. I'm getting that shirt. See it in Queens. What, these that's nuts? it. We're going to. That's it. We're going to get <laughs> redeem these nuts. And that's it. Yo, and we're going to switch fucking shirts if we have to for the Lucha Bros, too. I don't give a fuck. Listen. We represent it all. Yo. We already <laughs> got, we got everything. We already got one match for Queens, and that's Malachi Black versus Cody. It's the one match we got so far. That's so bad. I, I deep down inside feel we're going to get Merrill in Kingston 2 at Queens because, hello, Eddie's hometown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better place to win the TNT title, just saying. He deserves it. He needs it. 
That'll be yo. That but, I will lose my shit. But we need also Santana and Ortiz to be in that mix. Yeah, but yeah, they're against the Lucha Brothers. I'm torn because I love both tag teams. They're fucking bosses, and when they get in that ring, yeah, and that, the intensity. It's just to have trained under him, been chopped by him. The intensity that Santana brings into the ring, he grabs everybody. Because it's not character, it's him. He zones before he gets into a match and he gets out there and that's him, 100% him. And you feel it. That's another reason why people that choose like their gimmick, the way they, they present themselves in the ring or the way they present their character, when they're more organic to relate to everyone, they're fan favorites. People who gravitate to them fast. People will be like, yo, I like that dude. Yo, you got a fucking chunk. I remember when I used to get beat by those. Yo, I got PTSD right now. Oh, my God. Like, I got people telling me that. But I'm done on match, and I'm like, I was at a, I worked a lucha show over here in the Gauchos gym in the Bronx. Me and my tag partner. And I had somebody come out and be like, yo, I can relate to that. You're so, you know, your boy equal. I can relate to you. I felt them like, oh, shit. When I brought out the chancla, and the first time I brought out the chancla and I used it, the next show I worked, somebody was like, you got the chancla on you? I'm like, yeah, I got the chancla on me. Yo, can I see it? Oh, my God, dude, that's the chancla right there. I used to get beat by that. Yo, I just got PTSD right now. Yo, bro, can you take it away from me? I'm like, okay. Like, people are relating to it because it's not only that it's, you know, cultural. It's something we all grew up on. Like, if yeah. somebody was to come out and be like, yo, that's the Baba Yen guy right there. They know that's the boogeyman, that he's coming to beat somebody's eyes and take them out and be a hitman 100%. Like, that's that's something that can gravitate to the people. Like, you can, like, people can grab into that and, and sink their teeth into that gimmick and be like, yo, I love this. I'll buy whatever this person has. Like, the whole the whole thing with my t-shirts, like the t-shirt that the toe tags has on right now. That was made by somebody in Denmark. That's dope. Oh, that's dope. My first my, my very first shirt, which was the, the baby Yoda with the with the chunkla. My best friend shout like outs to shout outs to um my boy Steve's, you know, uh Mind Museum. That's that's his page on Instagram. He's a photographer. Um, he designed that baby Yoda for me with the chunk laugh. And that was during the pandemic, locked in a room here because he was he was my roommate at one time. And he was just drawing it out, drawing it out. Then he was like, yo, come to the room. I'll come to the room. Like, What's up? He's like, what do you think of this? I'm like, oh, let's fly. Now I'm going to hook it up a little bit more. Like, he's a perfectionist. Anything he does is a perfectionist. So he gave it to me. I'm like, yo, I love this. Can I use it? He was like, yo, it's my gift to you. Use it. So I put it on t-shirts. I put it on hoodies. People loved it because... It was the now, and people love Yoda 100%. And they loved Baby Yoda. Like, Baby oh, yeah. Yoda was a hit. But the fact yeah, that I put I'm telling you right now, I'm not, a, I'm not that big of a Star Wars fan. But when I started watching Mandalorian, I was like, now I care. Yeah. I care about it now. But the yeah, as you were saying, yeah, like I gravitate. I gravitated more towards Mando being the way he is than anybody else. But I feel what you're talking about. Absolutely correct. Everybody sir. wanted because they had a chunkla. So like <laughs> to then to then me doing this t-shirt now, people could gravitate to what I got on here now. Like it's basically yeah. the colors of our generation. 
we grew yes. up being put with these these colors to go out and on family vacations, like to, oh, yeah. to go to the beach, to go to festivals. Like mm. it if you didn't go out matching, then your parents didn't really care about you. But you when you're in a Hispanic home or a black home, you better match all the way down to the socks For and real. underwear. For real, you get roasted. You know with that family because exactly, absolutely, yes. You get roasted. I'm like I'm using this and my new gear again, made by the same person, my museum, my new gear. He designed it for me. He uses nice. the paints, the, per, the the same this this same right here, these same colors right here, are all my new gear with a chancla, bottle of coquito on the side, you know, with the name awesome across the front, black with blue and the pink. Like that's that's just me, because I'm an '80s baby, so I gotta show off. Hey, these are my colors. At one point, it's Miami. Mm -hmm. Miami Vice feel to it, but hey, you know what? This is me, and people can relate. Definitely, definitely. Me with the chakla. <laughs> yo, yo, we got a we got a couple of people in the chat giving us their uh, their favorite wrestlers. Uh, yes. Williams hey. is saying that his uh, Triple H because his interest and his attitude, and he was a big DX fan. China was one oh, of his. Oh, by the way, by the way, Sino, shout out Triple H. Hope you feel you get better soon, bro. Word. 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 That thing happening, you, bro. Hopefully you you'll be back and you uh you can fix NXT a little NXT a little bit, but. Announce some real and shit. Sign me. And some real shit at the yeah. word. Word. Sign this. Let's this, this, this wait, wait right here. Sign this guy right here. This guy right here. But no, I was dead ass playing wrestling theme songs all day at work today. The whole team got lit. We played the Rock. My time is now. They throw good. jabs yeah, yeah. in my time is now. They throw mad jabs in that movie. You hear that oh, song? Oh, Oh, they're throwing jabs in that song. I like the King of Kings. Uh, absolutely, but you know, you know, the King of Kings is good too. But you know what? We had a lot of people that was like, "No, I like the other one better." I was like, "You know what? I'll please the people." Boom! And there you go. <laughs> we gonna yeah, do this. The one is too is good too. Evolution. Track. You can't understand what he's saying, but it just sounds really good. Yeah. God bless the uh, yeah, the rest of soul of thing of Lenny, but I can't really understand what the fuck you're saying in that song. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, okay, evolution I can know, but what else are you saying? It's, right. it's the place yeah. to be, apparently. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I got out of him. Yeah, you saying China was Ryan a pioneer of women's wrestling? Uh, uh-huh. what Rick, else? Ricky Starks and his all-time favorite was Ricky Dragon Steamboat. Uh, Maju that's, said wow, that. That's good. Yeah, he, he said his the great Muda, Shawn Michaels, Ooh. The Rock, uh, because I'm Samoan. All right, so he's Samoan. Uh, Britt Baker okay, now. Okay. Thank you. And our ja- crowd is diverse. Yeah, and Jazz was his favorite uh, woman wrestler back in the day. Yeah, that was a good one. That's Jazz. a good one. I wish she had more time in the WWE, but she's extremely underrated. Oh, yeah. Listen, she's one of the best workers you could ever see in your life. She's doing doing, uh, seminars or she's working Mm -hmm. right now. Nice. Oh, nice. In Connecticut. And we we have uh, Eric says Christian and Pac now, Beth Phoenix and Eddie Guerrero for the past. Ray Phoenix. What happened? Oh, you need me to come over? Oh, shit. Get the guns, Matt. I don't know. I'm hearing Get fucking banging. Gun. I thought my dog was crying. Uh, he said Ray Phoenix and Hoovy, uh, Hoovy to Guerrero. You. Right? I wish they would. <laughs> 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 
Ray Phoenix says, Who oh, that shit you was talking. I said that come for you. Come, yo. please come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Let's make sure. Better start talking. 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 And oh, Conan yes, was yes. his favorite. Oh, okay, nice. yes, yes. He's the original nice. early ex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't say my girl because I take a lot of heat map, but I love Charlotte. I, I don't know why. I love Charlotte Flair. They, she's they, great. They give me she's heat. She's great. They overhype her a little bit too much sometimes, but she she is she's good, man. She gets, Charlotte's good. She gets, that, that kind of, she gets that Cena push, but she can go. That's yeah. Charlotte can yeah. still go. It's just too much of Charlotte sometimes. She can go. I will say this problem. though. Like, I will. I'll be yeah, there's will so many this. wrestlers right there. You you have like you have more than seven wrestlers on Raw. Why I only see seven? That's, that's true. And no tag teams, by the way. No tag teams, by the way. No tag teams. They fucking just put that shit. Barely. Like, why is Randy Orton in the title picture instead of in the tag team match? One thing I want to say though that that I'm actually proud of and I'm happy. Yeah, that my boy Damian Priest yes, is sir. representing. Yes, yes, yes. yes. McIntyre yes. clean in a great yeah, match when, versus McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah, when, it ain't cool for him. When, when we were watching it here in the house, yeah, we, I was like, "Yo, that's it. He's gonna win. He's gonna win tonight. He's gonna win tonight." We, in fact, we were my my cousin's house in Connecticut. It was I had a show that day. It was a day show, and right after the show, we shot to his house to watch the pay per view. So, watching, I'm like, yo, he's gonna win. Damien Priest is gonna win. He's represented for Boricuas. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. He's gonna win. Oh they my god! I beautiful because back when I was when I first started training, I would work Ring Crew in different promotions. So I worked Ring Crew for Ring of Honor, and I've had my chance to meet a lot of the Ring of Honor roster, who's now AEW. Most of them, um, Cody, Bucks, Cole. Um, Flip Gordon, Shaheem Ali, uh, Damien Priest. He was he was Punishment Martinez at the time. Um, yeah. It was we'll we'll all spray all of them. Like I've had a chance to like you know, talk with them, like pick their brain a bit. Um, but he was the most humble. Like I I sat and talked with him for a while. For the fact that he won it, he's representing. He has the flag on his gear. I'm like, bro. Yes. We haven't seen that. And not only him, but Karrion Cross, this Puerto Rican. For real? You didn't know that. I, no. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Karrion Cross, Damian Priest, Puerto Ricans, both from the Bronx. Nice. Is that why they got him? Is that why they got him looking stupid right now in the main roster? No, no, that's not, there's no except. I, I don't know because that's no, that's that, that's not really like. That's Listen, not really I know what I'm saying. They, did they find out he was Puerto Rican and that's why they made him look like that? All I know is that they mean. Why did they take his girl away from him? There's a Puerto Rican Dambora on his side. I seen that. I'm like, yo, that's Dambora, son. You can't tell me that's not what it looks like. I know what it looks like. Yes, 100%. Puerto Rican Dambora, son. I was super excited when I saw him. I'm like, yo, this dude. He's a problem, and they signed him. He's yeah, I remember problem. when he was when he was Punishment Martinez, and I and, and Ring of Honor, and I was yeah. a huge fan of it. I was like, yo, I looked it up. I saw he was Puerto Rican. Oh, I was like, I saw that doing the stuff that he did. 
Yes, absolutely. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. That's why I'm super proud that he is where he is right now. You know, they he's one of those that they didn't they didn't fully mess up on. They gave him his shine. And yes, I know y'all hey. looking probably trying to see what tattoo that is. That that is a Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a horror fan, and that's one of my favorite horror monsters right there. Nice. So that's my I favorite. Right on the gun. That's my favorite horror character. So there it is. Sad. There you go. I got, I got the gun in him on this side. I got CM Punk on the other side. So there we go. You protected right now. Yo, um, <laughs> there's a there's a question in the chat for show. You ready, show? I'm ready. Let me fix my title. All right. So Kenny from the call up has a question. He goes. If Diamond Wrestling were to have a pay-per-view, who would you have Matt Awesome go up against and in what match? Ooh, that is a great, great question. I would have him face Bailey Monroe, DDS. (laughs) Not DMD, DDS. Our resident doctor. That's our resident doctor in yeah, Diamond Wrestling. One day they asked me, "Yo, who's the champion for?" This was when we first started. Who's the champion for AEW? I said, "Ain't she a dentist?" Bailey Monroe, the DDS. That's that's where the name came. from. DDS. DDS. Completely messed that shit up. I, I don't think he what knows who the match would it be. Yeah, what kind of match would it be? Well, we only have one match, and that's a street match, and. That's another this, thing this, I this DDS shit sounds very dominatrix-y. Like, it sounds like a bondage match. <laughs> yes. Yeah, when it, when it comes, when it comes, yes. So let me show you. Let me show you how this works, Matt. The way a street match works is we don't have street rules. We literally put a street inside the ring. So we put a pavement as the mat, and then we put a, oh, the double yellow man. lines, and we have crew. Taking off the ropes every 30 seconds so a car could pass. Perfect. Yeah. A right. block in the Bronx. Yes, yeah. So it's it's oh, like you're playing it's like you're playing uh, street football in the streets, and that's when the cars are coming. And you're gonna Did have you a match. Say Ho Avenue. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna have a match in that in that predicament with the the, the train above you and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, and there's that's gonna right. be a fire hydrant on the side on. That's a street oh, match. Fine. That's a street match. Yeah. Correct. As long as there's a junkie on the side, like phasing out from K2, that's the ref. He's going to be be flown in officially from the Bronx. Yes, yes. He's flown in. Yes. He's literally gradually is going to make his way through this scene, you know, and then stop. And then go. We're going to have some old men out there playing checkers or whatever, talking shit about it. Dominoes, bro. No, Dominoes, man. Dominoes, checkers. <laughs> I'm using that Dominoes table. We're going to have a booty. We're going to have a, 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 a thing, a setup. We're going to have a 14th street, There better be a halal truck there, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, chop cheese after the match is over for everybody. That's hey, it. That's it. And a little cookie frito spot. Chop cheese. I got a tag team who caught the chop cheese. So you do? Oh yes. man. Let's go. <laughs> I got yeah. my, my, me me and Johnny Santos when we were tag teaming. Um we have a few moves. And one of them was we nicknamed them after after different things in the Bronx. Like we had a Throg's neck breaker, 
we got the cross Bronx, which was I come across the back with a clothesline, and he goes across the bottom with the leg kick, um, like a like a like a punt kick to the leg, and I'm hitting the clothesline above. So kind of like a um, the eliminator's old move, the total elimination. Yes, yes. Yeah. With it. Elimination. Then, um, he the, knows one. <laughs> we got the we got the uh, what was it the bodega the bodega menu something like that. Oh, it was the um, the chopped cheese. Which is um because we we call our moves the greatest hits. So we're gonna throw them on in the match with the greatest hits. Let's go. So we do our old school match, our old school moves. Um, I if I'm not mistaken, the chopped cheese was the corner spot where I throw them into the corner. I go in with a back elbow, move out the way. He comes in with a flying forearm. I run in, uppercut, you pin uppercut, kick the person's leg down to sweep them, get onto my all fours, and instead of him jumping off my back with his foot, he's literally like pressing on my back with his hands and flipping into the person to a cannonball. Nice. It's like a sick combo. And then the other move that we did, and it was right before, because unfortunately they broke us up in BWF, but we got back together recently, um, was sick-ass move. The person goes to whip me whip, whip me off the, the um, ropes. I go off. He tags in. I The person jumps up for like a... Um, leapfrog i catch him manhattan drop pick him up he springboards in over my head with a blockbuster as i'm giving a spine buster at the same time eh. roll out the way he goes for the pin that's our finishing tag move that's that sounds dope we threw kick out the leg and double super kick you know we got the greatest hits we call it our greatest hits and now he had since we started doing like a singles run I have this um, move that was given that was blessed to me by uh, Mecca Wolf. Shouts to Mecca Wolf again. Um, move out the way in the corner. Give the person a back elbow. European. Give him a one-handed, uh, one-handed snapmare with a cartwheel. I do a cartwheel into a shotgun drop kick to the face. I pick them back up, and my partner runs across the ring. Rose, cocotazo, pins them. So. I love nice. that name. You, listen, listen, listen. You, got Puerto Rican, you got the Dominican. You got you got two Puerto Ricans and a Dominican a part of the Uptown Boys. <laughs> and there's nothing like the Uptown Boys. Uh, one has a hookah, the other one has the coquito. Again, like we oh, we lit. Shit. We lit. That's what's up. That's dope. That's dope. The, if y'all, I if y'all like that. The last match, you'll see how we, how us three click, and how the chemistry is crazy. Like at one point, Johnny goes, takes a swig of the hookah, comes in, grabs Eddie McQueen, blows smoke in his face, and then gives him an engine Gary. So instead of Buddha spraying mist, he sprays hookah smoke oh. in your face. Yo, but what flavor? Blue mist. Blue mist. Blue mist. Blue mist. Blue mist. <laughs> Hey, listen, I it's important fact that we need to know these things, all right? Listen, I promised him I would never get it wrong. It's Blue Mist. It's Blue Mist, yes. Ooh, Blue Mist. So, yeah, Blue Mist. And I got the original Coquito. I put it with the original flavors. No egg. Here we go. There's no Henny in there. Yes. Straight, oh. straight Bacardi and all the other works that goes inside of it. <laughs> hey, nice, nice. The original recipe, original. all right? The original I said I the original. Cookies and cream version. I make a cookies and cream version. Oh, oh yeah, they got a remix. We got a remix to it. You know, we we always got to do a remix to it. Why not? Exactly. Absolutely. We got an original remix. Dolly. 
No, absolutely not, sir. How dare you? She no, Jameson I just drink Jameson, Jameson, Jameson straight up. <laughs> no, I just drink Jameson straight up. That's that's my usual drink. Well, Pito's holiday drink, man. You it's separate. You you gotta make it right. A true body will only know that. Absolutely. Drink. You shake. That you get fucked up on. Exactly. Just like a nutcracker. The wrong way you guzzle it. Guess what? You're gonna hit the floor. It's death. Yo, so, yo, man. As I have my a, family calls it. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. What's, What's the best advice you ever got? That's um, wrestling related, but not in ring wrestling related. Like more mindset. Mindset. Yeah, like not like um, how to do a match, but more of like how to be to get to where you want to be. I would say the advice that Santana gave me. He he told me if it's something I want to do, put my all into it and be dedicated to it. Either, either if it's in the ring or outside of the ring. Um, again, much respect to the man. He's a family man. At the same time, he is a professional when it comes to the to the sport. Like if you if you follow him on Instagram, you see he he's always spending time with his daughter, always with his his uh, fiance. They're always together. It's a he's a family oriented man, and um, you know. For him to be able to take time out of his his time when he comes and trains, and I so happen to be there sometimes when he's there training, you know, to at least get in the ring with him and, and learn from him at the same time on his life struggles prior to getting into wrestling, you know, it means a lot. Like I can relate to some of the stuff he's he's gone through, not all of it, but some of it I can see. Like I I know where he came from. I I came from the South Bronx, the same places where he, where he came from. Not South Bronx, but it's the same type of yeah. coming up. So it's someone I can relate to, and the, the the feedback he gives when he sees a match, like he'll be straight up, "Yo, that was shit." What were you thinking? Like to have him one day sit in the crowd and watch one of my matches. Me and my tag partner, he chewed us up by one thing, and that one thing was while we were in the corner, we weren't doing certain things that we should have been doing as a tag team. Now, for him to tell me that the next show that we had and we were a tag team, I'm in the corner. Oh, let's go. Because uh, I took the feedback he gave me and I used it. Mm-hmm. So feedback is a gift. And you must always take that gift and use it to the greatest advantage you can take it to. And that's something I learned from him. That's something I've also learned just picking the brain of homicide. And, you know, of course, Pena, Masha, like I pick their brains every single time I get a chance to even uh, to share a few words with with like to hang out a few times with Lee Moriarty and I actually pick his brain. This man was just signed to AEW. Like to have picked his brain prior to this, you know, it, it's it's a blessing. Oh, you know? and to to stay dedicated to something I'm passionate about and I love. Like my girl could tell you. My stepdaughter could tell you the same thing. I basically woke up the next day after shows and I'm like, oh, my God, my back. Oh, my God, this. Oh, my God, that. I'm in pain. Like, my knees cracking and everything. And hold on one second, guys. (laughs) And besides, like, that hurting and everything, I still get up and I do what I got to do. I still get up and, you know, go about my day take family trips like we'll go to the movies or we'll go to the city or something 
So like they can tell you, like I wake up in back pains. Like I, I, I wait, I go to sleep walking around like Finn Balor. I go to sleep. I wake up the next day sounding like Ric Flair. You hear cr- snap, crackle, and pop happening. To me. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in my thirties, feeling like my body sounds like it's in the sixties when I'm walking. So it, it's, I'm dedicated. And I love this. And sometimes I'm like, right now, a lot of people are like, oh, you're not sacrificing much. I'm sacrificing my body. This shit hurts. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like to get my coworkers and my regular job to actually, they're not wrestling fans. And they watch my show. They put my show on the TV and the job sometimes when I'm working. When I'm working, when I'm wrestling a show and it's live, they watch it at work. And when I get back to the back and I look at my, my phone, I got all these text messages from my coworkers like, yo, you were crazy in the ring. We didn't think you were that like that great. But wow, like because like they've never watched me wrestle before. Yeah. So to have non-wrestling fans enjoy what they see and like what they see it's it's crazy it's great like I, I love i love the fact that i can open the doors for all these people to watch it and love it like you know the fact that a lot of my coworkers are some of my coworkers are actually they're gay and um for effie to have the big gay brunch and them watching the big gay brunch and enjoying it and then watching mv young's poly m co-party and we're like oh my god you know we're represented this is amazing. Like we didn't think we'd be so represented in wrestling like that. They watch now. That's what's up. And I told that I told that to Effie at the last show. I'm like, you know, my manager and my coworkers, they watched Big Gay Brunch with me during WrestleMania week. I had it on the TV in the job. And my manager was caught off guard. He was like, wait a second, my people are represented. Oh my God, I can't believe this. And he literally was standing at the end of where the registers are at watching and enjoying it. So I told him, you think that was good? Wait till you see my show at the end of the month. So then he watched MV Young's show and saw how represented everybody was. He loved it. He was like, you were great. You you were awesome in the, in the ring. You were great. I loved watching you. But everybody else, oh my God, like a lot of them were from my community and they they put on such a great show i didn't know that there were a lot of you know gay men wrestling and you know you know trans and i'm like yeah i'm like wrestling's for everyone wrestling is one of those places where you're not you're not basically shunned on for for your your sexual preference or what yeah, you go but he was he was androgynous. He was androgynous. But but now Darren Young, when he came out, he disappeared. When he came out, they kicked him out. Yeah, that's that. It, it, yeah, that was that's that was fucked up. Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's sad, and that's sad. Like you you can't let somebody be themselves. Absolutely. Jake yeah. Atlas. Jake Atlas is another one. Yep. Jake Atlas was killing it in NXT. Yep. They released him. Yeah, now he's in Ring of Honor. He's part of the tournament now. He just had a banger with Effie this past weekend. Yeah. He's wrestling GCW. This man's doing crazy better things than he's doing now than he did in the WWE. But you have to think, like, where else are you going to have a platform to do things this way? Yeah. 
and to have your own creative like take on it like without anybody saying no you can't do that no we're not going to do this no we're going to strip you for the character that you originally came in with that we were originally interested with and we're going to see what we can do with that like I love the fact that I see my boy Carmelo Hayes the way he is. He was casting over on the Indies. Christian mm-hmm. Casanova, culture season, all day. Like that was that's my homie. He's Carmelo Hayes now, but he still got the same swag. They let him keep the swag. Um, Swerve. Yeah, Swerve. Yeah, same thing. Another one. Strickland is the same one that he's still himself. Now he's showing off his music side. Same mm-hmm. person that he could be. Keith Lee is another person. He was himself. They just wanted him to do less crazy lucha shit. I, I was, I, you know, I, did you, MSK. MSK is another team that they let them be themselves. But they were the rascals, exactly. Right. Like these, like they, there's only a handful of wrestlers that stood being themselves and went up. But then and actually, yeah. if you go to AEW, you don't have to change much. You don't. Private party, same. I've seen, I don't know how many matches of private party. I've been in the ring with Quinn training before. Same guy that I've seen there. He's, that's on TV. And that's so awesome. Yep. In a way, you know, you, you see it and, and they are evolving at their own mm-hmm. speed, at their own. Yep. If they want to shoot to the top, you know, they know that they have that platform to do so you, yep. without anybody just like saying <clears throat> anything, period. That's this is true. you. Exactly. And we want you to be you. And that's it. Oh, I got to charge one of my headphones because they're dying slowly. It's <laughs> no good. But that's something that we mentioned on our podcast. Is like we always wanted these guys to be themselves, because yeah. you notice, like in the WWE, they 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 tend to have a lot of the guys that are very similar to each other. You know, they, they it's almost like they yeah. want everybody to be the same. And do they want some everybody to be the same on uh, on both shows? Yeah, you know, like, it, 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 and it's like it's repetitive. On top of that, that the same shit or the same outcome. Like, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when Finn Balor came in, because they removed a lot of the video. Now, I remember this. It's not the Mandela effect. I'm sorry. It's not that. When Finn came in, they kept on saying, the prince is coming. The prince has arrived. It said Prince Devitt. Mm. It got wiped away. And then it said Finn Balor. Yep, I remember that. Yep. <clears throat> they did the same, same thing, thing with Kenta. Kenta. Oh, yeah. Kenta, I would see. Yep. Same they did the same Kenta. exact shit with Kenta. And the the only person stupid. that we didn't know that they did it to, Sami Zayn. Because a lot of people didn't know who was underneath that mask as El Generico. El Generico, yep. El Generico, you know, died trying to save a bunch of orphans down in Mexico. Yep. Know who the real man is. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, just, I remember Kevin, that. When, when Beautiful. Kevin Steen, when Kevin Steen got signed, Kevin Steen, Kevin Steen. I'm like, yes, kill Steen, kill. kill
Yo. Like, but let's that. talk about those, those. Let's talk about those. Uh, the that little those maps coordinates that he uh, he uh, sent out recently of uh, Mount Rushmore. Rushmore, you know, Mount you know, Rushmore two point oh. Yes. Woo. Listen, I, I see that. I feel that contract is done. Yep. Yeah. And Kevin Owens will be there after his I ninety have, days. L- let's see. Let's yep. see. Because yep. they can offer him something, a lucrative contract, a lucrative storyline that will keep him. But I think this man wants to, you know, go back to his old ways. Absolutely. And I will be so happy to see him in NAEW. Why? Because that's a place where I see myself going. Why? Because I would love to pick that man's brain. Why? I would probably want to have a match with him. And why wouldn't you? You killing? What? Why would I did a pop up bomb in one of my no. matches just because of him? Let's just let's <laughs> just speak into the future. You are gonna not only pick his brain, but you are gonna have a wrestling match because this is what we do. We speak into the future because this is what we're gonna kick his ass. We manifest it. A man touches it. He's going to basically be, you know, a lot of places are going to want to book him to wrestle in Indies. And I would love to be a part of that you know, show to watch him and speak to him backstage. And of course, like you said, hey, always put things in the universe. It's a plus. Absolutely. Because it happens. You know, we wouldn't all be here if things weren't put into the universe. You know, right. That's what I'm saying. That's Sasha. Right, yeah. Sasha needs to get my number quick. No. Stop. Stop. No. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, him, Yo, no. Let, me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. This is why me and Matt are such good friends. Because our whole lives, people have been telling us, no, it's never going to happen. But we put it out there in the universe. Now, Matt is a, is a future AEW champion. Nah. And I am going to be Sasha Banks' future ex-baby daddy, all right? No. Anything is possible. Hi. <laughs> Yo. Anything is possible. That's right. Have a dream, hold on to it, and shoot for the sky. That that one's not that You're possible. Peacock. You got to fly, That's my man. Right. You are peacock. Yes. That's right. That's right. I agree. Mr. Awesome is going to be champion, but but uh, like like sometimes you got to be realistic about things, you know? Because um, that's I mean, I'm just homie. It it's okay. You can't it's see okay. it because it's a black shirt and I got the black mic in front of it, but I'm popping my pecs. I told The Rock how to do that shit. Listen, and Matt was there listen. when I showed him how to do it. Right? Bye, and then he took he took the, the, the post-Satan pecs Bye, yeah. and he put that shit in the movie Bye. and he ran you with know it. What? I didn't ask for a dime for that. But you know what? I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. This, this, right, this whole 235-pound bag of sexy right here is to die for. Any woman would want this shit. I got, I got, I'm known from coast to coast like butter and toast. Listen, listen, I, I, I just recently seen <laughs> her, I seen her on hot, listen, <laughs> callate, coño. listen, all right, she, she recently was on like hot buns doing the one chip challenge where it's like the hottest fucking chip in the whole entire fucking existence of I the took universe. That challenge. You, you, you know what? If you take that challenge, I think you might have a shot. I took it. You it, might have yeah, a shot. Man, I, I took that challenge. The video is on, on my YouTube. You yeah. might have a shot if you don't shit on no, no, no. yourself. No, no, no. I took that challenge. The video is on my YouTube. The video is on my uh-huh. fucking YouTube. I took that challenge way before that shit you was did. popular. Yeah, it's on my YouTube. Yeah. It's on this yeah. YouTube channel. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. So since you did that, you should do it again and then add another chip. Ooh. Oh, shit. 
can't do it. You My stomach ain't that big. It's not fire. built for that. Yo, listen, listen, listen. No, no, no. I don't want this man to shit fire. That's just bullying <laughs> to happen. If he wants his shot with he, if he wants his shot with Sasha Banks, the exhaust coming out of Dominic <laughs> Dominic Toretto. Listen, but think about it. All I need it. is family. I can take this shit. In <laughs> She's like, damn. Not only did he did one, but he did two chips for me. You know what? I might just give up that pussy. I might just give up this tiny little booty for this fat little ball headed nigga. You know, she can do it. Damn, why I gotta be a ball headed nigga for it? Why you gotta be ball headed? A ball headed body. I'm sorry. You're right. My fault. Uh, my, you know, I'm just saying. It, it's I have okay. my hair still, so I'm good. Yo, is that, yeah, does that like? But does that like come with the? But the thing how impressed Sasha Banks would be, she would be very impressed with you. Also, fix my screen. What the fuck, man? Listen, she'll no, be extremely impressed. You just called me, me a fat midget asshole that has misguided dreams of ruining the world, uh, and I you want me to fix your screen? You fix your screen? You see this shit? Wait, I never said. That shit. This was supposed See, to be a sophisticated I podcast that my boy was coming on, and we, you know, you know, some. I trusted y'all to set a good example for my boy, so he don't think we're fucking hooligans. And the next thing I know, I'm a fucking midget asshole. I got the FBI knocking on my fucking door. So I, apparently, I'm a piece of shit. Show's, show doesn't know what's going on. I don't know what's. There's a wrestling match going up above me. Somebody's bowling in my fucking house. My door's fucking barking. I don't know what the fuck to You know, nah. You know some. Yo, Matt, no, tell her the fucking no. tell her what's going on, Matt. No. Fill her in with the with with no. the with the you real motherfucker. I never called you a midget. I never I even knew you were that short. <laughs> yeah. You said something See, right now. Got a I didn't know. I didn't know. I that's what that's what Vince heard. That's what that I heard too. That's not my fault. Yo, me that yo, this is the translation I'm getting. The translation I got was midget asshole with see midget asshole. Shit. You, I don't even know your so, height. I just you called know, you a bald headed nigga. <laughs> you called me a fat, bald headed midget asshole <laughs> from Q Gardens getting by on my tits and shit. Also from Q Gardens. Oh my god. Sir, this is unbecoming of you, sir. <laughs> and now, now she's calling me sir like I'm some kind of fucking 90 year old man with a walker and shit. I don't have candy right. in my pocket. Um, as we, <laughs> as we were going off the rails, there's two questions in the chat for Matt, for okay. the guest that just saw us go off the rails okay. again. Go ahead, go ahead, Lay. Read the question for Matt. I would, I would, I'd prefer you do it because I don't want you to feel like a midget asshole. I want you to feel important. <laughs> I want you to do it. I got you. I'm backing you up, bro. I'm backing you up. All right, you know what? I, I dig it, Lay. I dig it. I dig it. You know? Matt is being respectful, and he's not letting he's not letting the old Vince come out because he know how it go in Smith. You, you know what I'm saying? I got the ten I got ten water, books in my hand right now, Matt. You feel me? What, what's, right. the, what's the question? What's yeah, the what's the question? question? Yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah, from Walter. It's um, I have two questions for Matt if he doesn't mind. Um, have you ever wrestled the Cologne or the Cologne? I'm assuming the Cologne brothers from PR. Mm. Um, 
Oh, you ever you ever wrestled for their dad's promotion? WWC? No, you have not. Um, I wouldn't mind wrestling in Puerto Rico. Um, I it gets gritty out there from matches I've seen and video I've seen. I gotta be a crowd favorite, so I'm get hit with a Duracell battery. I know that much. Or Holy. shanked after the show. They um, killed Bruce. <laughs> but um, Bruce Brody thing going on. Yeah, right. I, I've never wrestled any of the of the colognes, but I've actually hung out with Carlito in the, in the locker room and picked his brain for a little while and spoke to him. Humble uh, guy, great dude. Um, but no, the the only like I said before, the only uh, wrestling royalty I've ever wrestled was um, Sean Maluda, and Maluda kicked the shit out of me. He chopped the hell out of me, and yeah, it, it was painful fighting a freaking Samoan. Another. Uh, you, you, get head by him? you ever had an opponent no sell your move and they no sold it? Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, 100%. How does that feel? And I chopped the fuck out of them after that because you don't do that. You don't do that. You get a receipt for that. So Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, <clears throat> the receipt. Yeah. The, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes I, I can't have that done. And I, I, it's, to me, I feel it's disrespectful. Like anything you do to me, I'm gonna give it to the crowd. You hit me, I got hit. You hit me hard enough, I'm gonna fall to the ground. If you hit me like a bitch, I'm gonna just look at you like, don't put some little ump into it like this and give them the hit back. Sometimes you got to. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I've, done kab- I've done the kabasi chops to somebody with the chunkla. That's to explain most. Because kabasi chops are painful, and you know they're rapid fire. And imagine that with a ch- with chunkla over here, like then a pause, and then a pop 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 all over again. So yeah. you have you have those little videos on your Instagram, right? Yeah, I have the kabashi I have the kabashi chunkla shots on my Instagram. What's your Instagram, bro? I'm putting it in the chat right bro. now. I'm putting um, it in the chat right Matt now. Matt underscore awesome seventeen. Also, please, I'm trying to get to a thousand followers on my TikTok. Please help me. I, I got your Give your link, your, uh, your link tree up. Also, I'm putting that yeah. up there. Yeah, link tree. You get everything there. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Please, and pro wrestling teasers on there too. If you want to get a T-shirt or the Baby Yoda hoodie, I'm gonna probably put the old T-shirt also of me as a hoodie. And once I get the graphics again of the new picture, I'm going to be having that as T-shirts very soon and um, also hoodies. Nice, nice. Because my, my stepdaughter wants that as a hoodie, so I got to hook her up so she can rock it to school and be like, eh, my stepdad's arrested, not yours. Oh, <laughs> Word, I hear that. Yo, no. Justin has a question for you. He goes, do you like uh, today's current entrance music or do you think WWE and AEW needs Jim Johnson back? Yeah, that's like yo. That Jim question Johnson. we get every week, bro. Yeah, we do. Okay. We actually do get that every week. Yeah. It, is it the same person? I don't know. I, he might make different accounts. I don't know. Possibility. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this. The um, I like that. I, I of course Jim Johnson. He's a legend in what he did. Um, but when WWE well NXT had um, I forgot the name of the group that was doing their music at one time Gigi knows him uh, CFO dollar sign yes yeah, CFO dollar guys. sign 
they made great entrance music for for those work for those wrestlers. I love yeah. them. Yeah. AEW, they they're producing. They're like they're actually kind of like in a way buying out the rights to certain legal songs. Certain songs. Certain songs. Yeah. But not all songs. Like, no. Um, like Santana Ortiz's Proud and Powerful track. They originally had Bodega Bands. Mm-hmm. Proud and Powerful track. I'm not sure what happened, but now they have a new version of the song. It's like an evolution of the song, but it's dope. Like I, the the person that they have working on their music, he is doing a good job. Um, Swole's music is her own music. Yeah, that's her on the track, literally her on the track. Um, Daniel Bryant's new new theme song, I'm I'm digging it. it it's something yeah. different. I wanted Final Countdown, like we all did. Um, but Brian Danielson's final countdown, we're not gonna get it, unfortunately. Hopefully we do. I'm praying it's for a pay-per-view to holding it. Because don't forget they gotta pay they gotta pay to actually do those those songs. If you mm-hmm. didn't know when it came to Chris Jericho's Judas, they had to pay for that song each time it got played. So now they're finding <laughs> new ways to do it. Which I love. Like having having the crowd sing it a cappella. Like, nah, we can't afford your song today. We're just gonna let the crowd sing it. All right. And you know what he did for jungle. What what Tony Khan did for Jungle Boy was awesome. And what he did for Orange Cassidy because if you guys didn't know, yes, for Pixies, the first one to be Pixies. Yes. Yep. It was the first song. Where's my mind? Yes. I. I'm telling you, all day today, I did as fucking played wrestling theme songs and it definitely started with all like I used like to AEW. Do that oh, oh man like I was like nah and me and my me and my, my that's when I met my best friend was at my job um he actually called me before the podcast we were talking for a little bit um we used to play like old school wrestling music when we were in the store and we used to emulate the wrestler, like joking around, like he used to come out the the, the break room, like Stone Cold. Like, I'm like, stop it! I changed the song real quick, and I put on that was around. That was before the whole fuck Hogan for me. I just put on, you know, I'm a real American, and then like, hey, enough of that. Hey, there was one time I was a yeah. fan. I'm not gonna, not gonna throw it out. I'm not gonna be. All of us bad. were. All of us were. But then he had okay. to be on his racist rant. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm sorry. Sorry, I can't. I can't roll like that. Can't roll with that. Telling my people, I can't. <laughs> Booker T is still waiting for his shucky shucky quack quack moment over here. He got going on, right? That's what he got. Shucky. <laughs> shucky ducky quack quack. Right. Listen. He's still waiting for his shucky shucky like quack that, quack man, moment. So. Nope. <laughs> In fact, nope. I wrestled one of Booker T students one time. That's dope. My boy Tyree Taylor. Shout out to Tyree Taylor. He's another he's another dude that taught me some a lot of stuff too. Um wrestled him his debut match at BWF a few years ago. And um we put on a hell of a match. He's a big dude. He did a freaking moonsault off the middle rope onto me. Um, but he's great. Him and his crew, Prolific. Prolific is a dope group. Keep an eye on them. They're going to be coming up. They're actually, all of them are actually on the, not the PWI, but they have a list of black African-American wrestlers, 500 list. And it just came out like about a week and a half ago, right before the PWI came out. And a lot of, a lot of wrestlers, and you wouldn't think there's, there's, there's so many, but there there's more than just that 500 out there. 
of people of color. Like, if y'all didn't know right now, there's a wrestler coming up. His name is Robert Martin. Great wrestler. Great technical wrestler. He's Puerto Rican and black. Oh, shit. Okay. When you look you look at him, he looks like me. Dude is, dude is cool. I took a picture with him, in fact, at the Polyemco party. He was supposed to be wrestling on the show before they canceled it. And he had a killer match with Darius Carter. And, um... The, the first show and we and him were talking and we both have ties to Mecha Wolf so we took a picture with the Puerto Rican flag and sent it to him was like yo for you Papa Wolf here you go you got both your boys you're about to work a met we're about to work a show together fortunately it got cancelled and then that was right before they won the NWA tag titles so think about it right now you have two two big big league Big leagues besides WWE promotions, and they have Latinos holding their tag team titles. That's crazy. Yeah. Yo, yep. yo Matt, uh, Blockefeller Records has a question for you. He goes, uh, "Are uh, for you and us? Are you guys excited about the Olympic gold medalist uh, wrestler Gable Stevens signing with the WWE? And do you think he'll be better than Kurt Angle? I don't think he's gonna be better than Kurt Angle." Okay, so but, again, I, I, like I said before, there's only one Kurt Angle. There's only one person that could win a gold medal with his neck, with a freaking broken neck, right? There's only one person that could put on such back-to-back bangers with Shane McMahon. There's only one person that can lose to the Ayatollah of rock and roller Chris Jericho for the undisputed title. There is only one person to go ham and freaking jump off of a of an entrance ramp onto AJ Styles, and that is Kurt Angle. Only man that can do anything like that is Kurt Angle. Now, this guy, he's gonna create, he's gonna solidify himself and be uh his, his own self in the ring. So, is he gonna be better than Kurt Angle? No. Nobody can be able to hit that. Chad Gable wasn't able to do it. Shelton Benjamin wasn't able to do it. Why? Because they were their own selves. Charlie Haas, their own selves. Brock Lesnar, his own self, created his own legacy. This kid's going to create his own legacy. He's going to go places. Him having a title very fast? Doubt it. Gonna have to work at it. But he's gonna be some. He's gonna be a problem. He's gonna be a problem. Yeah, and what made Kurt Angle stand out was his personality. Also, my man could be serious, scary, and funny at the same time. It was definitely, yeah, it was definitely that versatility, man. He just had it. He had that versatility. I mean, you can could be a clown for a month, then he shaved his head, and he was absolutely the most terrifying dude in that ring. For two reasons. Yep. One, because he, he can actually oh, destroy you. Video. Two, because he can actually <laughs> destroy you. Oh, there it is. That's dope. This shit, show. That is Dominic De Niro right there. He's he's a freaking beast. That was like that was my second match. That's my second match right there. And nice. Sling nice. Sling blade. Yeah. That was the first time I ever did a sling blade, and then this was the third time I did a sling blade. Bro, I saw your I saw your finisher, bro. It was like that a, was a chunk like out of first flip. Chunk out of Ooh, the finish is amazing. I had to come in and yeah. 
That was the first time I debuted with the Chancla. Yeah. The chair got the chunkla too for a moment. Look at it. Right, just right. moved. It is my... <laughs> it's like, now I'm moving out the way. That was beautiful. That was nice. I, I, I Listen, I I trained. When I was training constantly, I was training like like weekly, twice a week sometimes. Now I don't I don't have that um luxury. I got to travel to train now, which um kind of sucks. And I got to get a group of people, too, to go. So I, when I rent out the ring, it's less expensive for me to actually train with them. So it's like it, it's I try my nice. best to like to, to get like I watch a lot of wrestling. I study a lot, I study way too much wrestling. Like to the point where my family's like, okay, he's watching wrestling, uh, and they go to the other rooms and do what they're doing. But they they understand it's my passion, it's what I love. I want it. I want it to be my um. I wanted to be what's gonna put food on my table. I wanted to pay for the roof over my head. I I wanted to be able to put money on the side so I can not only put my stepdaughter through college, but my my godkids through college eventually. Like I want to make a living off of it in time. And you will. You will. Oh yeah. That's something I can really want to do. No, I hear you, bro. And you will. You got the power of the chanclas, the thousand fucking abuelas in there. Shit, you. They'll fuck you up if you don't make it. So you got no choice now. <laughs> you got no <laughs> choice now. <laughs> shit. Yeah, like I was no, telling you. I think I think there's a, a fucking thirty man battle royal going on upstairs for my apartment. That's why I keep taking my headphones off. My dog Crazy is barking at my dog is barking at whatever the fuck's going on up there. I, I'm hearing yelling he through my to, headphones. He's, he's barking at you because his number is about to get pulled, so you can run into the battle royal <laughs> and eliminate everybody. With the doggy Open the door. That's, That's it. it. He's the Joker. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. He's the Joker. He's the Ruby Soho. He's the Ruby, Ruby that's, Soho. That's right. With just a little less Word. hair. Shout out to Ruby Soho. Man. For real. She's about to kill it. Right now. I'm so excited to see her in the. Oh my God. Endless matches. That yeah. I can if, if you watched her back in the indie days, you're in store. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. That's what made me a fucking fan in, in the first place before she got to WWE. You know? And. and and she never held a title in WWE, and that's so sad. It really is because she is so deserving of one. Like yeah. Mia Yim's another uh, one that they need to have her at a different same, spotlight. Same. Mia Yim was a beast in the Indies. She was great in the Indies. They gotta like, let I them be and them. She was, and she was great in NXT too. You know, yeah. her time when she was doing the May Young Classics. Um, and then her time in NXT as well. Yeah, her title and shot for the NXT. main roster. Um, when they released Mercedes Martinez, I was sad about that. I was like, damn, yeah. At least she got there, though. She got there. She did her thing in the May Young class. No, she did. Yeah, she did. Yo, and then she had a good fact, story. They were trying to push her. She's working a WrestlePro soon. She's working a, a WrestlePro show, I think, soon. Mercedes Martinez. Okay. Yo, I Luke. think she's fighting um, Deanna Peraza, if I'm not mistaken. Yo, Luke, Lay already Somebody. made the, the, the rule. There's no hip-hop questions here. So, you got to keep it to wrestling. You want to ask music, you can ask the wrestling music, but no hip-hop, rock, R&B, country, and all that other stuff. That's for a different podcast, bro. I don't understand. Yo, we got the, the, the most questions we get is, uh, is, is music. 
Listen, listen, listen. I'm from the you South. Let's just right there. I'm wrestling podcast. Big pun all day. That's it. That's it. Say Kanye, big pun. So. And Drake. <laughs> yeah. Even yo, even Matt's about to fuck you up, show. Even Matt's about to fuck you up, show. I'm coming up there right now. <laughs> you bring in Drake. You, you, you bring in Lay with you then. I made it clear to you about that Drake shit, bro. Listen, talking about this album, his last album, I've been only jamming one song on that album, and that's the one with Future. That's I'm Too Sexy. I like that track only so far. The rest of the album is Mielda. Not even Duru, not even Basuda. Mielda. Did you hear that? Somebody give him some tissue to wipe his mouth because that was trash out his mouth. You heard that that show, right? I heard it. Donda was better. So, Nas's album was better. Donda had to be good. That was for his mama. The Backstreet Boys second. album was better. Yeah. We not, we not, we not, we not resting yet because we still got Kendrick coming up. Mm. So that's enough of the hip hop for me, though. Yeah, right. yeah. Yo, OYG asked, um, what company would you like to sign to AEW or WWE, and if so, what kind of wrestler would you be? What kind of world champion AW. would you be for either company? AEW, hundred percent. Yo, what do you uh, think? And that, I will be champion of the people. What What do you think that the, the WWE needs to do to fix the fact that they're losing to AEW right now? Sign Matt Awesome. Now we don't want to ruin Matt Awesome's career, bro. Listen, I'm in my thirties already. They're gonna fire me in three days. So that's, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> honestly, what they would have to do. Triple H would need full reign of the company. Yeah, but they're doing the opposite. If it it wasn't for him, NXT would not be where it's at. If it wasn't for him, Shawn Michaels and Road Dogg, it wouldn't be where it's at. Agreed. And now they're taking the reins for them and put in... Like Mark Henry said it. Mark Henry and Paul White said it. They wanted bigger they wanted they wanted bigger roles in the company. And they weren't willing to give them those roles. So they went to AEW where they have those roles and then some. And it's all the big banger matches, we gotta thank Jerry Lynn for half of them. Jerry Lynn agents most of those matches. It's the new Of course the new show would do that. You have an agent, right? But you've got to have the right person do stuff for you and help you with like the, the making of stuff. Mm-hmm. Jerry Lynn's the man. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people shitted on him in his, his ECW days, but Jerry Lynn was the boss. Oh, yeah. He was one of my favorites in, a, in ECW. One of my favorites. Him, um, RVD, freaking Sabu, uh, Tommy Raven, Lance Storm, you know, Jericho, Tajiri, the list goes Super crazy. Mikey Whitbread. Super crazy before. I trained with Super Crazy. That man is. Really? That man is cool as shit in the ring. (laughs) That's what's up. I trained with him here in the Bronx before. (laughs) Nice. Okay. 
Yeah. So there's people that I've trained with that, like, you know, I owe a lot to. Like, even um, Prince Nana, he, he's another person that I picked his brain and he, he saw so much. He believed in me. He believed in what I do. And um, one day he... <laughs> He came to be. He came over here to BWF, and I was working out because I was waiting for people to show up. Because Wednesdays was always the day that all the wrestlers would show up. We'll do like we we'll do blow up drills and get completely blown up, and then try to do you know run spots with each other and do matches after we're tired. Shit. So he showed up that day. Nobody was there yet. I was I was in the weightlifting side just working out, so I saw him and I went over to the ring. He was like, "Oh, you know, I should have told you I was coming. I'm waiting for these people to show up." I'm like, "Sweet, let's go." He's like, "Yeah, let's get in the ring." We were working like just straight up grapple wrestling, working, training, working, working, working. And he was like, "When I from when I first met you from behind the barricade to now that you're in the ring." you're doing it right and the moment he told me you're doing it right you're gonna go places if you keep on with the same attitude and you keep on doing it the way you're doing it and with the right people I was like thank you because his niece worked with me in my job I was I was her supervisor at the time so when she found out I started training she told him he got me tickets to a Ring of Honor show, and I showed, and, and I was watching the show, whatever. At the end of the show, I went around the side. He told me, go around the back and wait for me out there. I'll bring people out so you can meet them and talk to them. So that night, he brought out the Young Bucks for me to meet for the first time. Um, the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, Leo Rush. Um, ACH. Jay Lethal, Tanahashi, I met that night. I met a whole bunch of guys. Steve Carino. Um, he told me, never forget this night, Matt. You're gonna rem- you're gonna meet these people again down the road and they're gonna remember you because you, you you impact them. A few weeks later I'm in a locker room with, with Leo Rush. So I was with my, my trainer. He brought me to the locker room so I could see how locker rooms run. Because that was when I first started. Leo remembered me from meeting me. Jay Lethal was there. He remembered me from one of the ring crew days. Just talking. So I basically, cousin Nana himself, like a few like a few years later, we get in the ring together and we're training. He's like, you got that that switch that a lot of wrestlers don't have. You have that little switch in you that when you're working with somebody. You're filling them out. You're filling them out, and you, they feel like they're getting the best of you. But when they start to move the wrong way, in your benefit, you attack. He was like, "That kill switch needs to be a little bit faster," but you got it. He told me that. I'm like, okay. He was like, "But who you been training with?" I'm like, "We go Shadow Nazriel now." He was like, "Stick with them for now, because <laughs> they they have an ill kill switch. If you watch Azrael now." Dude's cardio is unmatched, and he's a freaking beast. Go Shadow 2. They're all about, like, technical lucha shit, and I love it. I love it. AEW, and I'll be a champion of the people. That's what's up. 
Again. Hold on, I got it. Hey, that's math awesome. I actually interviewed that guy. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't gonna forget this. I ain't never gonna forget this. Like I tell people, I don't forget. I don't forget people that actually looked out for me. I always pay it forward. No matter what, I pay it forward. That's what's up. That, that's a, that's me. I hate you, bro. I definitely appreciate you being out here. Or we don't. Nah, most deaf. Like, come on now. You you ask you you ask me real quick, bro. Did you get this to me? I'm like, give me a day. I set up the green screen. I set up my camera. I put the raffle on there. I did a whole commercial for you. Yep, yep, yeah, you did, yeah. Just for your 24-hour stream, and I, hey. No, yeah, and I asked about 40 people to do that for me, and you was the first one to actually get me back. So that Shit, was that's, that's dope. Do yeah, he didn't even do and it, I, and, and he, he did everything. In, yeah, yeah, I didn't have to do shit to it. I just threw it up on the on the video. I and I, I asked Show to do it. He didn't even fucking do it. And I had to put him in the damn movie. Word. <laughs> he had to edit me in the movie. Yeah, I had to <laughs> take shit he did before and edit him in the shit. I, in fact, <laughs> I want to shout out one of our boys, McFly. Oh, you know McFly. That's my McFly. boy. McFly. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's my boy. I remember he told me he knew you. He was like, dude, it's a yeah. small world. I know. I know a guy that you guys know. I was like, word? That's the homie, yeah. That's crazy. My boy McFly. Good, good dude, good dude, good dude. I like I liked working with him. I worked with him. Liked working with him. He was cool. He was a cool dude. Very cool dude. I was showing I him. I seen him the other thing. day, in fact. I saw him on Sunday. I was messing with him too. I'm like, sir, sir, I'm sorry, we're closed. <laughs> nah, he, he's a he's a great dude. Very cool dude. Very cool dude. Yeah, he is. Yo, uh, Boricua Tommy wants to know if you were to wrestle Brock Lesnar in a last man standing match, what would you be advantage? What would be your advantage to beat him? Besides the chancleta, I guess. Nothing but the chancleta, and it gotta be a steel chancleta. <laughs> it gotta be a vibranium chancleta. <laughs> Word. Listen, I'm at Wakanda chancleta. I got exactly. I gotta get a chancleta from Wakanda, and so I can be able to beat Brock Lesnar. Word. <laughs> My, you know what's going to be my thing? I'll run around the ring as much as possible in circles until my cardio gives in, and then I'll hide under the ring, right? And at the given moment, I'll try my best to see if Tony Khan could lend me that exploding ring. Oh, that was the most devastating thing I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. <laughs> Only way I think I feel I can beat Brock Lesnar is with that exploding ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He won't survive that. And then Trent's mom just pulling up with the car and running him over, probably. You know, the Rick put the car on top of it on him so when they can count him out, good. Don't break that car. <laughs> that's a big dude. That's the only way. Only way. Nah, but yeah, that's another person. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, put Brock Lesnar. Nah, he's, he's come a long way. He's done this. He he, he done this shit. And I, I respect it. OBW. He in OVW? Yep, he was OVW. Him or in Shelton Benjamin. Him and Shelton Benjamin were a tag team there. Oh, yeah. Batista was there. It was a plethora of wrestlers that was there. John Cena was there. Then you got um Roman Reigns was there. Seth Rollins was there. Ox was there. <laughs> uh, John Cena was there. Ambrose was there. Remember that guy? 
Dean Ambrose, we all remember him, right? He was Mox there. He was actually Mox in OVW. Oh, I know. I don't know where Dean Ambrose came from. Uh, the crowd, man. Of course it was. Dewdrop okay. was Vince's idea. Of Ew. course it was. Well, they should have just named the Viper. That's what I'm saying. Viper. We had the argument. I changed it. When I heard that name, I was like, what? He spoke in front of fat people. I like that. <laughs> Like Meanwhile, that. she's one but of the best wrestlers is. you can have. Yeah, absolutely. She's doing a good job with that's it. Why put, that's why he put that that stupid thing on Keith Lee. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, the that was. Keith Lee should wear his shorts, man. Wear yeah. his shorts. Who's the man? So dumb. So dumb. He had a Spot. banger with his own freaking fiance. In Beyond, they had a great match before she got signed and he got signed. Great match in Beyond. Loved it. That's another promotion. Everybody got to keep their eye on, and that's that's beyond. Beyond has they put on some great shows. I think next weekend they have back to back shows next weekend. Um, and then I think after that, the, that Thursday is Uncharted starts again on IWTV. Okay. Okay. I'm actually on IWTV on one of their shows. Uh, no, two okay. shows, in fact. Two shows. Um, Brooklyn Comedy, they did a, a whole movie. And I'm in that movie. And there's a BCW show that um, BWF invaded and jumped the Seth Susan squad at the end of the show, and I'm in there. I- I'm on that shit. I-, I ran in and started beating people up. It was fun. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, it led all the way up into to um a, a few different matches. It was it was fun. It was a great storyline that we were in. Great storyline. It started from a December, and it went all the way on until November of the following year. It was a great story. Great story. I got beat up for about up to six minutes in the ring by the whole squad. They beat the shit out of me. Damn. And I hit a tornado DDT and ended up getting attacked. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh, wrestling, you know, a lot of people, they, you know, some people, I, I've had people straight to my face tell me, well, that's the fake shit, right? And I'm like, ain't nothing fake about it. Tell me how to fake a bump. And I'll be gold. You can't fake that. Like I, I have I usually I tend to put it on in my job, and um, customers look and they're like, "Oh, that's that fake shit." I'm like, "That's not fake." Like, what makes it not fake? And I'm like, "Do you see the person that's in their ring?" And they look and they're like, "That's you." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." Like, oh my god, uh, does it hurt? And that's when they like take it back and I'm like. Oh yeah, they don't have the balls to say that shit now that they know that you're you're in front of their face. Exactly. It's funny. I'm like, listen, it it takes a lot. It takes a lot to do it. Yeah, it's funny. People want to say that shit, and I'd be like, yeah, but the same novellas that you cry about and you bitch about that Ryan is fucking this Mm -hmm. girl. That's faker than than anything you could think of. But you're so emotionally invested in that. What makes this fucking realer than what the fuck wrestling is? But the funny thing is this: when you watch AEW. You don't see the same stuff. No. Not even my one of my favorite women right there with the gimmick is Abaddon. 
Love it. Yeah. The girl could work. She's not a girl. She's a zombie. That zombie could work. And the way she works that gimmick, oh my god, like, oh, love it. It's amazing. But then you have like matches like what Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker did. That oh, on a different level. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. A completely different level. Even Britt Baker killed it this past Sunday with yeah. Chris Statlander. Chris yeah. Oh, that was it. one of the best female matches I've seen. Britt Baker was killing it when she was in that wheelchair, just doing heel work. She's like doing amazing heel work. She's like, yo, she's sitting in a wheelchair, not well, but she's still doing her even, thing. I'm like, that's a even like, MJF. MJF. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, MJF is Jeez. one of the purest heels ever. He's just and like he never turns like, it off. He never turns no, it never off. Turns it off. Never. never turns it off. He's a he's a dick the whole way through. Holy 100%. shit! Do you think yeah. he went overboard talking about Brian Pillman's mother? Nah. Apparently, yo, listen, the mom was fine with it. So was okay. Pillman. I guess okay, everybody was fine with it. I didn't. The problem. The thing is, if it's happening, then everybody agreed to it. That's what I was gonna say. He has to ask permission. Yeah. He can't just call his mother a meth. No, MJF is gonna he's gonna do it through and through. But as long as everybody's cool with it, you know what I mean? Come on, he had a meet and greet, and this kid rolled up in a wheelchair to to get an autograph, and he put his finger in his face, gave him the middle finger, yep. <laughs> and he got heat for it. And that you you muted, you muted, Gigi. No, Gigi, yeah, Gigi muted. Okay. She's still talking, and she's muted. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He said, fuck this Wait. button. <laughs> I got it. There you go. All right. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> the Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, I was like hearing you. I was like, yep, yep, yep. It absolutely phenomenal match um, with MJF and and the moms. That was great. That was great heel work, no matter even, what. Even when um, Max Caster went overboard with his rap. <laughs> okay. Suspended. Has anybody seen? Has anybody seen the new one? About that. Yeah, that no, was- I haven't seen the edited one yet. I haven't seen the edited one yet. I've seen the so, like the original one. The um, how I feel about it is, yeah, he he touched on a touchy subject when it came to the whole rape allegation stuff, the, the rape charges yep. that happened, the allegations that actually happened. So the rape stuff that was that was kind of uncalled for. But have to remember where he is saying this. He is saying this under a character. He is saying this to get heat. Kind of took it too far, but you got heat. Have McMahon saying the N word. Mm. What up, my nigga? But he's the owner. He can say what the fuck. He can't say shit. I remember, shit. Yeah, I remember no, my favorite thing was Cena's look. Cena was wasn't awesome. old enough to say it back then. Stop. She was Booker awesome. T was Booker T was surprised on that because they even said they asked Booker. He was like, "Yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that segment going on like that." Him saying that, they say he was gonna say something a little crazy. I didn't know it was gonna be that, and I had to just react because of my paycheck. <laughs> That's Man. the thing. When Max did it, I was like. Damn, we kind of took it there. And you know, a lot of people are on the height of just letting people know, yo, no, you're canceled. And that's what ended up happening. But he literally had to take sensitivity training and everything. And I get it. The dude is, he's, he's a humble dude. Like, I know people that personally know him. I, I, 
I, I've hung out with Bowens. I, I haven't. I never really hung out with Max. But from the people that I know that know him, they say he's a humble dude. He's a great dude. For them to do what they did, that they gave him the little break. I get it. Let the heat come off of him. Fans want to see them again. Bring them back. And they did. And the way he came back was awesome. Like he basically said it. He was like reading off of a paper and then they ripped it up and then he actually went in on the real rap. And he, he didn't he didn't disrespect nobody on it. He disrespected the wrestlers in the ring. So I'm guessing they must have gave him the warning and was like, look, do this training because you need to now because you kind of touched on a bad subject and we don't want to be on shaky subjects like that. But Focus most of your indirect, most of your direct, sh- like cheap shots to the people in the ring. Don't focus on the people outside the ring. Yeah. Or whatever's going on outside the ring. Because if he would have made a reference to what's going on in Afghanistan, you know for a fact, why though you say that? And he would have been hammered. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And he's the wrong color to be political, too. Exactly. <laughs> Because a lot of people didn't know that his father used to play for the Jets, but okay. His father used to play for the Jets. Surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't know. It. Say it twice. What? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. okay. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. I think um, Tony Schiavone or Jr. actually mentioned it. Oh, nice. Okay. That's what's up, bro. Shit. I'm just waiting for them to bring Super Dragon from P- from PWG. <laughs> if Super Dragon shows up, you know who he's kicking the heads off of. The Bucks. You know that, mm-hmm. for a fact. I feel like everybody but wants Super to kick the head Dra- off think, the Bucks. But I think Super... Yeah, no, Super Dragon's about to have a match, though, with um against Malachi Black and um Brody King. Match. At PWG, the next PWG show. Interesting. And the sad thing is, all the PWG stuff, you gotta either get the DVD or sign up for Hotspots.com to watch their stuff. Their last show was bananas. Edward Diaz just just wrote in the chat, Super Dragon with Mad Apostrophe. Exclamation <laughs> point. Super Dragon. Super Dragon was a beast. He still is a beast. Okay, okay. All right, we're gonna have to wrap it up because you know that yeah, asshole on the top left got to work tomorrow. Forget that, I guess. Forget yeah, that. Yeah, we don't that, want that's to care about that's you. True. <laughs> Word. I, I got a. Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually getting ready for this weekend. So tomorrow, I'm just getting up to uh, work out. And go get a cut to clean up the sides over here, my hair over here. Try to get it braided out for Saturday's show. That's gonna be in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm just gonna plug it now. I'll just plug it. Yeah, do you think? Do you think? Go for it. Absolutely. This weekend, I am wrestling in Bridgeport, Connecticut for Blood, Sweat, and Tears Wrestling. You can easily go on Instagram, Facebook, type in Blood, Sweat, Tears, or BST Wrestling, and you can go ahead and get your um, get tickets. First responder, so anybody who's a first responder, EMT, police, um, yeah, I think that's about it for first responders. You guys get a discount at the door. Um, 
it's family friendly the show so you can bring your kids um unfortunately i won't have merch on me that day but you can easily go to my pro wrestling tea store on pro wrestling tees.com in the chat order two of the, the the shirts it's in the chat um the new shirt will be out very 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 soon um just be on the lookout for that um you can also catch some my highlight videos here on youtube um I think that the it's in my it's in my link tree. Yep, and that's in the you chat also. Yep, you can yep, follow me in on Instagram chat. and Twitter. And please, I'm only about 150 followers away from a thousand followers on TikTok, and I want a thousand followers so I can start going live on TikTok to answer people's questions about myself and wrestling, and be on shows and actually go live at the shows with some of the wrestlers so y'all could talk to them too. So I'm, I'm trying to push it. I'm trying to get on all these platforms. I do have a Twitch account. I haven't Twitch streamed in a while. It's usually like old school wrestling games. So yeah, I have Virtual Pro. I have a modified hacked version of Virtual Pro with all the wrestlers on that shit. Um, and I, I haven't gotten on because my laptop kind of sucks. So I'm waiting to get a new laptop so I can start doing stuff there. I was even doing Fire Pro at one point. But um, I will be back on my Twitch stream. Uh, I'm just gotta, I gotta get better with the OBS stuff. So I'm probably have to holler at y'all for that. Yeah, I got but, you, bro. Um, <laughs> I told him. Y'all can follow me anywhere. Again, this weekend, blood, sweat, tears. Big show, great show. Um, it's I I actually just look search them, get the tickets. I'm gonna repost it. So if you guys all follow me, I'm reposting up all the links for the show tonight, tomorrow. And day of, which is Saturday, September 11th. Now, also, I wanted to also say a, a few words. We lost a wrestler a few weeks back, right after the last show of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Big Jim, he passed away unexpectedly. Um, on Saturday, we will be doing a, a salute to him. Also, um, tragedy hit the Bronx recently, if you guys didn't know. Uh, a young man with autism was um missing um he ended up passing away they found him he was he was he passed away um the family my my mom is friends with a friend of the family and she has been uh posting up stuff about it um so i want to send my condolences to the family also on here and on saturday i will be representing both of them uh on my wrist tape like i do every show I had a friend of mine who passed away back in 2019, um, November. He was a wrestler, up and coming, one of the best ones coming out of New York City. His name is Matt Travis. He was riding his bike home. Like uh, said, yes, I read about that. He got yes. killed. Um, I always Damn. put MBK on my wrist tape. But this Saturday, I'm going to have to pack up my wrist tape a little bit more and put Big Jim and put Chris Christopher on my wrist tape too to pay tribute to them also. Um, but yes, people, this Saturday, if you guys want to come out to the show, don't hesitate. Come out to Bridgeport, Connecticut. It's going to be a great show. Um, also, if you guys, I'm, I'm plugging them because this is my second family with Battle Club. Um, come out to the Battle Club show in October. Hit up their page. It's invite only, so hit them up. Get tickets. You, you will see your big swole. Big swole will be there. <laughs> she will be wrestling. If you want to see her live and in person, 
after the 22nd of September. You want to see a face the Boricua Badass Sasha Steels come out to Battle Club, come watch it. Hey, if anybody in the chat is looking to train and learn how to become a professional wrestler, hit up Fallout Shelter. It's a great place to learn. Learn from Steve Pena. You can also learn from uh, Masha Slamovich, Mike Law, the whole... You guys will love it. Now, follow me. Just follow me. Hit that like, hit that Hit the subscribe, subscribe on, on YouTube. Hit the follow everywhere. Please, just follow right. me. Follow him home. Comment. Comment. Share. Like. Yeah. Everything. Follow All him the home. Above. Follow him in the bathroom. Follow him in the bodega. Follow him in the yeah, in the Macy's store. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't get too close. You got the chocolate. Don't get too close. You got the chocolate. You give me a tata queso. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and once once again, uh, our, our condolences to all the families that that lost somebody this year, and everybody that you mentioned, from you know the knucklehead family to yours. Our condolences, and uh, Matt, appreciate you coming by again, bro. And, and no problem. like I, I said, bro, I want Knucklehead to sponsor one of my matches. Yo, I would. We, we will talk, we and we'll, we'll see what we can do. We gotta. We gotta do yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can do something. Yeah, yeah. You sound like we did with that. Yo, I think we can you know, do something. And you know something, bro? I'm gonna see if I go to a fucking discount store and get mad chancletas, and we're gonna see if we can make your dream come true and throw them shits in the ring. Yeah, true, yeah. Even if I gotta get arrested because right. I'm the only asshole throwing shit in the ring. Oh, shit. Listen, listen, listen. Go to Chinatown. 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 The little teeny stars, you get the. Nah, the man. No, no, no. <laughs> no, we got we go to Oriental Trading. We buy them shits in bulk, baby, on a discount with the coupon. What? This, is, this is why y'all have me. This is why y'all have me. I can get the merch. I thought right? we had you yeah. so you could call me a midget asshole. Got it. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say all that. See, here you go again. You know what? We're not getting into it. Got we're not getting it. into it. Asshole. I heard it. Yeah, we all heard it. Sorry, though. I've been right, called worse. Me. Not. <laughs> Thank you for your time, brother. Yeah. Yo, it. no problem. Once again, Yo, proud Thank of you, so brother. Much. Proud of you. Yo, we gotta have you back on because there was a lot of questions that we didn't get to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. But I'm yo, we gotta do them. Different. We gotta write them down. Just go no, question yeah. by question. Yeah, you know what it is. No I'm, lagging because right now it didn't lag. After yeah, it, yeah, it didn't. It didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't at all. Word. I think I think Sky <laughs> got scared of Gigi when she started yelling at me and shit. Sky was like, you know what? I'm just gonna act right. I, you know I, what? Now I know I need to yell at you a lot sooner in the beginning of the podcast so that way everything went smoothly. Word. Yeah, man. Definitely. But I like to have things organic, man. We had just an organic conversation. That's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? That's the best podcast for me. I love them like this. Hell yeah, man. Because that, that's what we do, bro. That's what we do. That's what makes us different from everybody. You can't, you know, we got the future best wrestler in the world on the future best wrestling podcast in the world. We making magic out here. And on that note, yo, it's your friendly neighborhood knuckleheads and Matt Awesome signing out, bro. Peace, everybody. You're. All right. So we like to stay on afterwards. It's still being recorded, so you know we can hit people can hear our shit, but. But yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm gonna still eat my pizza. This is banging the fuck right now. Pizza from looking like Ninja Turtles and shit. The cheese was all. Nigga. Scrumptious. Where you got that from? It, it was.
There's a pizza spot around my way, you know. I don't go. I'm not for nothing. I like commercial pizza. If I have to do a commercial pizza, then so be it. But I've had to like neighborhood pizza. I'm a neighborhood <laughs> girl. I love me some like some real neighborhood pizzas, man. Come on now. Uh, Big pizza pizza. Shit though. <laughs> Woo. Dang. Delicious. You made no, me man. hungry. Let me get the fuck out of here. My dogs need to be walking. Word. They're looking at me like, what the fuck? But yo, Matt, <laughs> holla at me. I'll talk to I talk to these guys and we'll see what you know we go sponsor yeah. a match. That'd be dope. Yeah, I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even know that was possible. Word. Yeah, yeah you can. Um, 